now entering a very sacred space. This is the Ascension, the Lift of God universe, the realest podcast in the galaxy. This is a new dimension where time shifts and boundaries end. And with that being said, all views, opinions, and statements uttered on this platform are the sole property of their speaker and do not represent the views of any related outside organization, entity, or party. Every man or woman in this universe speaks for his or herself, as it should be. Enjoy. This is the Ascension Podcast. This is episode 94, Monday, June 26th, in the year of our Lord, 2023, 1.36 p.m. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. We're here. Welcome. Thank you. To the Ascension Podcast. Man, it's here. Yeah. Got Sister Erica Lachey on the mic. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Thank you for, for inviting me, you know. Absolutely. Got Brother Amin Muhammad on the mic. Yes, sir. Got Brother Adam X on the mic. Brother Adam X. On the Ascension Podcast. The Ascension Lift of God Podcast. And, um, you know, I always treasure bringing the feminine half of God to the podcast. <laughs> Because I'm not sure how much homework I, I did. Very like limited research on you, you okay. know. Because I didn't. I kind of knew. I kind of wanted you to present yourself without me, without me doing too much assumptions. Mm -hmm. But um, I was like, all right, we're gonna have feminine God body, and every time that happens, it's always a good experience because me and him were very. I mean, we're bros. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And I love it. It is good and it's therapeutic for us, but you're not getting the entire perspective of God. Yeah, it just brings a little bit of balance, you know. N necessary balance. Mm -hmm. Absolutely necessary balance. So we've had his wife on and it's good. I I enjoyed it a lot. We all did. We uh, it was great. <laughs> it is and it's um it reminds me of like not only is a black woman God, it's just like you, she can't be played with. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> she can't be played with. And we were talking just specifically about, you know, Muslim women, MGT is just like we love we love them. We love y'all. But we're like terrified of y'all in a good way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's um because we know that we're gonna be held accountable and there are certain things that are required of us and there's no slacking. It's definitely a different standard when you're talking about Muslim women. Yeah. It's like there's expectation there. Like with lost found women, there should be. Yeah. But they don't know who they are essentially. Yeah. So it's difficult for them to like hold you accountable to who you are because they don't know who you are. Exactly. Right? But when you're talking about Muslim, you're talking about somebody who identifies with source creation and everything. And like Yeah. It's, it's God level. It's different level. It's a different level different level even like today it's like i i'm usually professional but I, when you came i was like all right no this is professional professional <laughs> and like when dealing with his mom i'm like okay well i can't i can't i can't come here with no with no lost foundiness i gotta gotta clean up how do i look all of that yeah no yeah. it doesn't matter it's like i feel like the thing with like the mgt and the vanguard is that like we are taught to respect ourselves mm -hmm. you know and whether you are like in the nation or not any woman that respects herself is going to demand more from a man. Right. You know, like For real. my mom, she told me that every man has a king and a fool in him. And whoever you talk to is who's going to respond to you. 
And when you respect yourself, you oftentimes speak to the king and you'll get that. So you can go in any arena and get respect, whether you're in a studio, whether you're, you know, here recording or whether you're like out on the street, like how we carry ourselves as women. It really, really matters. And I wish, you know, that wasn't like a shaming thing. Like, I wish we didn't call that respectability politics when it's just literally no, how real. life works. No, for real. You no. know, we do shame it. We call it respectability politics like it's a bad thing to yeah, be like, respectable. You should respect me regardless. Like, yeah, you should if we lived in a utopian world, but that's not reality. No. Mm-hmm. Reality is no one is going to respect you more than you respect yourself. Absolutely. And we would like be a lot better off in life. Everybody, if we understand that fact, mm-hmm. is not going to change. No, it's not going to change. Mm-mm, no matter how progressive this world gets, it's not going to change. No. But yeah, but we as MGT Vanguard, we have an understanding of that, or at least we should. And if we carry ourselves with respect, then you know we demand that respect from everybody, everybody around us. You said an interesting word, progress. And it makes me think like, that's what they call it, but it's actually the opposite of it's, that. Re- it's regression for it's sure. Regression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, we mask it as progress because we think that trinkets and, and what we do in, in the physical is more important <laughs> than what we have or what we are in the spiritual. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Use the right word, trinkets. Like that. It's you know how trinkets. some people have words that they hate? <laughs> I don't like trinkets at all. So that was so appropriate Why? that you use that word. Why do you hate the word? I just don't like it. Like if someone tells me like I bought you a trinket, in my mind I think like 25 cent yeah. machine yeah. ring or something. Very like much. it's going to turn my finger green. A trinket? I think a trinket is supposed to be cheap. A yeah, trinket, that's what I'm cheap. saying. Yeah, that's why cheap. I don't like the word. Yeah. I don't like, there's certain words I don't like. That's so... That's so beside the point, but yeah. No, no, I got I you. you. It's cheap. It's cheap. Trinkets. Yeah. Definitely trinkets that they give us. No, exactly. And it's supposed <laughs> no. to trigger you because you ain't, a queen isn't worthy of trinkets. 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 Right. And the trinkets, you know, not just in the physical sense, but trinkets and trinket conversations. Yes. Trinket pickup lines. Yes. You feel me? Actually, I know you feel me. I don't, I don't got to worry about pickup lines. You know what I'm saying? Trink- I don't got to worry about getting whistled at and all that stuff. Like, I'm good, you mm-hmm. know? So that whole experience of having to deal with, like, the savagery of masculine niggadom, you know, I don't got to deal with that. My dad made me watch this movie when I was young. He didn't make me. We loved it. It was called The Gods Must Be Crazy. Huh. And it's about this this indigenous tribe in Africa, and they're like living off the land. They li- essentially live in heaven. They don't even have a concept of the world progressing around outside yeah. of what they're going on. Some guy flies over them and drops a Coca-Cola bottle out the window. And they see the Coca-Cola bottle, and they're amazed. It's like clear. It's like water, but it's solid, and they can use it for everything. Like they're huh. using it to make paint because it's it's a perfect circle. They're yeah. using it to make because it's a, it can use be used as a hammer. Yeah. And this at some point when they had heaven, now they have hell because everybody has need for something that has no value. Like this thing that they didn't mm. even need before, now everybody needs it. Huh. Right. So the uh, the father decides, I'm gonna go to the ends of the earth and throw it off, which is just a cliff. But to them in their concept, mm-hmm. he's he, and he takes him like a month or something then he's gone and like but to me that's the idea is like all these things that they give us really are just you know things that already exist on the planet they manipulated them to make them into something that yeah we right. think has value but really it doesn't and they can charge us to make us work and keep us as slaves like and that's keep us whole, distracted yeah. mentally mm-hmm. yeah you know the purpose of the distraction is to hold up their infrastructure and we don't realize that we're so in love with the trinkets yeah yeah. Our life, we live lifetimes chasing trinkets. Yeah. 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 No, it is. It's true. And that's why people, you know, 
I don't know. I, I am. I've, I've gotten really like tired of like the hollow conversations. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I don't do a lot of podcasts and stuff because people yeah. get on there. It's not it's not like good conversations like how we're having. Yeah. It's yeah. A, what can I say to get clout and engagements and all of that? Because sound bites. the whole everything is just hollow and empty. Yeah. You know, and it's like I don't. I don't really care to indulge, you know, in those kind of conversations. Nah. And, it, and, it, and it's like deteriorating because we're supposed to talk and think and challenge each other. And like the scriptures say, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. You should get iron. better. But we, we're not doing that. Like people just. We don't have a map. We don't, we don't have a we don't have a, a destination, so we don't have a map. We don't even know that we need to be going somewhere different. We think that this is life and this is the end of it and this is the way it's supposed to be. Even though we see it's crumbling and we see it doesn't work, it's inefficient, we still don't have a concept. I think that's part of the reason why I like the Nation of Islam, part of the reason why I like his podcast. I was telling him like our podcast, sir. Yes, sir. If you go back to the first episode of this podcast, he's is the first episode is him and a, a woman that's Christian, and they're having this conversation yeah. just about God and the similarities, right? Not the you know the parts the differences that distract us. and what they don't like. Yeah, and, not at all. And I'm just like, I love that because for me, it's always been religion is personal. Keep religion, nah, for real, nah, mm-hmm. like, for real. Let's talk for about real. building. Let's yeah. talk about what makes you know the world a better place. How do we get there? Right. You know, save the religion for you yeah. know. Some yeah. some other time. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't mind talking about religion if it's of a true to get an understanding. Well, I just, to me, know? religion is just what you do right. yeah, in your personal real. life. Mm-hmm. Like you get up, you brush your teeth religiously. You get up, you you know, you do your exercise religious. That's the religion. That's mm-hmm. yours. Right. You, you, the faith or the the creator or the you know these other existential questions. That's bigger than religion. Right. Absolutely. But For we sure. minimize it to our personal experience. And, yeah. then, and then we call it religion, like, because we don't have a better term for it. Mm-hmm. But that's diminishing the power of it to me. Right. I feel like religion is such a small thing. What we need to be talking about is so much bigger. It's the universe. It's everything else. Yeah. And, and like, that's where we get caught up. We get caught up in the small things. Like, yeah, for real. Yeah. And then we fight over them. And, oh, and then the ego says... I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah. Right, that's what it's about. That's, that's what I was saying. Literally all it is. It's not about getting an understanding because even if that is your process, whatever it is that you do, if I'm interested in you as a person, these are things that I want to know, yeah. you know? And we, you know, people aren't really interested. They just want to talk and they want to be right. And that takes away from what conversation should be. It should be us getting an understanding of each other, not I'm trying to be right or like I want to hear you out. Like if I meet people, like we're going to talk and it's not on some like, well, let me just dominate the conversation and just tell you and just talk. But let me let's have a back and forth conversation and let me get a better understanding of who you are as a person and why you, you know, navigate life the way that you do. Exactly. You know, it's like it's like to me, it's like. If you decide you want to wake up every morning and brush your teeth first, then work out. But I decide I want to work out first, then brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. We both have logical reasons why we decide to do it in that order. Absolutely. That's our personal religion. That's right. But everybody wants to fight over, you no. Know, brushing your teeth is you the most brush. important thing you got to do. If you do. don't brush your teeth first, you're going to hell, bro. See what I'm saying? So for me, hell. it's like, why would I want to get Y'all dirty and then go? Why wouldn't I want to go clean up after I'm dirty? You know what yeah. I mean? I brush my teeth as a part of my shower process. Like It's just all about what you particularly enjoy about your way of life based exactly. on your upbringings and how you were exactly. raised. Like that's not, that's not a conversation that we should be having in generality. That's the conversation that you and your mom talk about. Cause y'all got the same culture. Like yeah. as far as you know, what we believe in, we all talking about the same thing. Yeah. The, the best religion is do unto others as you would have them do unto yourself. And facts. every faith talks no, facts. about that. Facts. Facts. That's the essence of it. Exactly. Right there. 
And yeah. if we if we can get to that part, right. if we can get to settling on the best parts of each other yeah. and not worrying about the little things that we have different, imagine how much better of a world we would live nah, in. Be happy. Be paradise. Yeah. Peace of paradise. So I have um keywords that I just picked up. You said perspective. I think you said perspective. That's that's pretty much what it is. The ability to understand another perspective is how you expand your intelligence and your understanding and awareness of the entire universe. Mm. Right. Once you're able to do that within yourself, but then also other people, other races, that's how you truly understand. That's how you grow. Yes. Because anytime it's, it's I'm right, you're wrong, and then I'm better. That's right. the psychology of this world. That's Satan. Yeah. That, mm -hmm. That's literally the psychology and, of and Satan. If, and if you think about God as being... Each of us are God having a human experience. Yeah. He's like the ultimate version of perspective. Like, yeah. He has so many versions the of The divine universal perspective, bro. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, that's for real. Like, one of my favorite poems is like, The Revolution Will Not Be Televised by Gil Scott Heron. Okay. And everybody talks about it, right? Like, they talk about it. Revolution ain't going to be televised. Is it long? It's not. I mean, yeah, it is kind of long. So I couldn't just read it right now, right? It's not like three bars. No, it's, it's longer than that. Okay. And it's understood. more of a spoken word type thing. <laughs> okay, understood. But what he does say at the end, you know, what people miss what he's really saying is that the first revolution is when you change your mind about how you look at things and see that there might be another way to look at it that you have not been shown. Man. You know, and it's realizing that, like, I see the world through my lens and it filters my perspective, but I can't just assume that you see it how I see it. If That's I right. really want to understand you guys then I have to take off my filters and try to look at it from your lens. Yeah. And people don't yeah. do that enough. Mm -hmm. Like, I like, you know, me as, of course, we are all original people. You know, we black people. But it's like, I understand other cultures. Like, I saw a video and it was a group of white people and they were saying like, you know, they were asking each other, are you proud to be white? And only two of them said yes, right? <laughs> and the two that said um, yes, like all the others was trying to convince them, like, well, you shouldn't be. I've proud. seen that, yeah. Blah, blah 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 blah. And me, as a black woman, I'm looking at that like, that's crazy. If I was white, I'd be mad. I'd be hot. I would be hot, and I'd be like, why would you sit up here and say that you're not proud? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all run the world. Why would you sit yeah. here? I mean, just not not even on some. I mean, yeah, not but not <laughs> even on some y'all run the world type yeah. stuff, but on some like. I'm me. Yeah. You no, know? no facts. No, like, for real. I'm literally me. Yeah. And it's like, for real. So I understand, like, you know, some conservative white people who are mad and, you know, feel like stuff is being taken away from them. And it's not on some, like, oh, I think black people are doing wrong things. But at the same time, like, I understand their perspective. Like, if I, I were find. in their shoes, yeah. how would I feel about this? No, I wouldn't like it. Because yeah. if I was in a room full of black people and only two of us was like, I'm proud to be black, I'd be like, that's a problem. What's wrong with y'all? Yeah. It's it's the lack of really? like it's Not lack of understanding divine purpose. Like God don't do things for mistake. He didn't he didn't put any of us here for no reason. We all have a, a divine purpose. And when you lose track of that divine purpose, you become more physical, more materialistic. And that's the that's the way that I feel like that's the way that's the trap. That's the the rat race where the devil teaches you to to go for the cheese instead of trying to get out the race. Mm -hmm. Like we we the psychology of us being these physical beings as the as as who we are instead of us realizing that we're a part of this web or this tapestry that connects us all like then we start having these arguments and these petty insignificant conversations about you know the the who I am and what I need and what I want instead of what we need and what we right. want and how do you make the world into this place where we can coexist 
Yeah. And on that note of what we want and what we need, we didn't open up in prayer on the mic, so we got to open up in prayer. Let's do that. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the most merciful. All praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, the beneficent, the most merciful, and master of the day of judgment in which we now live, thee alone do we serve, thee alone do we beseech for divine aid. Guide us on the right path, the path upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, not upon whom thy wrath has been brought down, nor upon those who go astray. Amin. Amin. I appreciate you having the organizational skills. That's me. That's my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because, you know, he has, he, you can see like the flow is like, I, I come and I, I'm a structure man. I'm a Capricorn. I like structure. I set things up. I knew you were an earth sign. I said he's got to be a Virgo or a Capricorn. I'm super. I uh, I mean, in case you couldn't tell with the earth, us being surrounded by earth. I knew it. That's what I'm saying. He's putting down all of this. I have to be reminded to do that. He's he's a Gemini. Yeah. Yeah. Super Gemini. I'm an earth sign too. What are you? I'm a Taurus. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm a Taurus with a Gemini moon. Oh, nice. A little weird combination. Yeah, that is weird. That is weird. That's very weird. Yeah. Taurus with a Gemini moon and a Cancer rising. Yeah. And I'm noticing with air signs, I have to, I have to let them be or I will lose my mind. Yes. <laughs> yes. My little brother is a Libra and you know, I be have I just gotta let him do him because he You have to. Yeah. I you have to. But, Air but, signs but, are cool though. They cool. You're, no, they're cool. We like the balloon. We like to float, but we need the string. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, we need somebody to the keep Earth us connected. The Earth sign is going to be the, the discipline that help you get it together. Yeah, sure. and he's, he's been whipping they're me. They're going to help I've around been, you. I've been whipping him. I've been you whipping know. him. I've been in a good way, but I've been whipping him. Yeah, yeah. I, and I and I have to. I even told his mom too. It's like I, I got I got your boy. <laughs> <laughs> My wife, she's an air sign. We we just float. We float all the time. We yeah, have a yeah. Good time like yeah. we just be chilling. Mm-hmm. I, that structure is very very vital. Yeah. Life. I appreciate it. Yeah, and that's what uh, you know. That's what God put me for. It's like, okay, you mean we, okay, you know, your God, bro. You know, they God. So do set up the infrastructure for uh, to allow the black man to become God. Right. And that's why we start. I have a, our corporation that we're all part of, Original Manufacturing. It's called that because we build in God. Nice. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. that simple. And I didn't, you know, when I joined the nation, you know, Allah put that idea in my mind. I didn't realize what it was at the time. Mm-hmm. It took me like up until what we're doing now in present time to actually grow into like, oh, damn, Allah put oh, even even that. The, the podcast is Ascension, the lift of God. Exactly. It's yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's, it's, Allah's putting me in pocket to do it. And all I got to do is just, you know, this is this is like this. Met, this is a metaphor for what. Well, what I do is just like, okay, cool. I'll just, I'll buy the materials. Mm-hmm. I'll figure out the administrative stuff to what it requires to actually run a podcast. I'll do my homework. I'll buy the stuff, get everything, make everything look, <laughs> set the stage, then bring all my niggas to come through and then actually create, <laughs> create the universe. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? No. So I don't have to worry like too much about like what's going to happen. I just got to make sure like everything's set every, like, um, what's the, like I'm trying to think of like a, do you ever do theater? No. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a, there's a role with it in the theater world. Maybe a stage manager or someone who's just responsible for, okay, y'all, whatever, just, I don't know, producer. I don't know. The blueprint or the skeleton. So the skeleton. Skeleton, yeah. Di- the, director? Is that a director? Director's more uh, more of a Floyd, more of a Timu type. Yeah, okay. uh, mine's more just like, okay. Hands on. I think it's producer. Maybe it's producer. I think it's producer. What a producer Pro- is. Production yeah. manager. The f- yeah, production manager. They, 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 they get the financing in. They make sure they get admins yeah, there. Yeah, production manager. I think it's production. Production. Mm-hmm. So that's just what I do. <laughs> and then I call y'all. Y'all come through. And then we get it cracking. And then he- Kingdom of Heaven is here. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but back to perspective. When, I, when you said that word, it just... Tri- ah. Before, before this podcast, I had to actually do my job and work, and we were on a call. Mm-hmm. 
um, had like a team meeting and I work for, I'm a director of finance for Community Alliance for Family Farmers. So it's a, uh, a statewide nonprofit that uh, hooks up small farmers across the state of California. And we do a lot of advocacy work to get bills passed for small farms and black people, black farmers specifically. So that's what I do. Yeah. And necessary work. Necessary. And it's um, not a, it's a pretty much like, I'm like me and another black Muslim. Oh yeah. You met him. Rashid. Rashid at the, at the farmer's conference. He was the dude wearing a suit and glasses. He was the, the Muslim that was there. I met a lot of people. Yeah, I know. But yeah, you met him. Okay. But, um, but yeah, uh, historically white organization. They got some uh, Latinos and they're trying to change the mix. So they hired a brother with an X in his name <laughs> to be director of finance. It didn't really hit me. Like, that's a pretty big deal, you know, because mm-hmm. I go in the, I'm not, I don't hide myself. Yeah. Like, right. Is that, it's, I'm Adam X. Call me Adam X. I'm Adam X. <laughs> like, I used to, when I first joined the nation, I was kind of like scared to go around white people saying that. But now I'm like, that's who I am. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Once you realize you got an army behind you, it's like yeah, it's di- you you walk and talk different. Yeah. So I I talk like that, and then just when you when you when you they know that war is on the table, and then if you press that issue, like it's just not gonna work. I so love, you don't. I love when like they ask me like, oh, so you're Muslim? I was like, yeah, but like Malcolm X Muslim, like. <laughs> Yeah, right. They know exactly what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> I never said that before. <laughs> it's a good, yeah, like Malcolm X Muslim. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start saying that. Yeah. But you gotta point the finger with it. Let them know they're <laughs> left face. Like we're all together. Yeah, you know, it's not just me out there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. don't try nothing. But anyway, um, this meeting, we had a, a team meeting, a two hour long team meeting about specifically about diversity and Something like that. So I felt a certain way about it. Like, I'm too good for the conversation. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I came in with that perspective, with that, like, ah, oh, y'all just, y'all just white. Y'all just want to talk about what diversity is, and blah, blah, blah. So I came in arrogant. So you got to get humbled real quick. Of course, I had to. Yeah. I had to, bro. And I'm glad I did it for this reason. So I could actually talk about this experience that literally just happened. So um, we're in a meeting and we had the breakout rounds, a Zoom call. So they broke us out in some rooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, the woman running was Latina. I think she identifies trans non-binary, something like that. Um, I was I, I was too arrogant to actually listen to her talking when the meeting started. You feel me? Yeah. I'll be honest, right? Mm-hmm. No, for real. So I was kind of like, oh, blah, 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 blah. that was that's the time I was on. So he went to the breakout room. And sure enough, I'm with this same and this woman, this um, Dahlia is her name. Um. I'm in, she's like the one running the whole meeting. And I believe the whole meeting was about diversity and understanding two things that I, I did not come into this meeting with wanting to understand. I came in the meeting thinking I was too good for it. Mm. Yeah. So sure enough, I ended that br- the first breakout room I go in, it's with her, Dahlia, mm-hmm. right? So um, we start, we had to just talk about certain words and we came across like words in the, in the, um, in the space of, I don't want to say diversity space, but just like in the justice space. So accountability, equitable, um, um, false equivalency, imposter syndrome, like all of the words that they throw around when they're talking about social equity. I'll say that right. Mm -hmm. Um, And we got to talking about the false equivalency and what that phenomenon means. Mm -hmm. And when Dahlia mentioned that word, it came to me and I thought, oh, false equivalency. Oh, that's when white people say stuff like, oh, Irish people were slaves too. Yeah. Right? So the false equivalency is equating slavery, the transatlantic slave trade, with some supposed thing that probably didn't happen with Caucasians, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Irish slavery. I don't, I don't even know if that's real or not. 
But yeah. you've heard that, right? Indentured I mean, they're, servitude they're, is basically what. Oh, that's what. Okay, okay, that's what they they're talking about. They were indentured servants. That's what they're talking it's, about. It's still not the it's same. A, thing. It's a false because equivalency. Because you could, you could come out of that. You could work your way out of it. Not only that, they never lost their identity. Exactly. They, they were their culture, their language, and none of that was destroyed. They exactly. still have all of that, so it's not the same. Yeah. So it's a false equivalency, right. which is a very real phenomenon that we're all familiar with. Yeah. So once I once I brought my own personal experience with like stuff like that mm-hmm. to the conversation, and I, I a lot realize it's like, bro, you're supposed to be part of this conversation. Mm-hmm. They need your perspective to understand what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? But my arrogance at first prevented me from wanting to provide my insight when Allah put me in pocket to give my insight to enlighten others. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody else talk about proper handling of people. Nah. So that's what we, and we are all failing at that. We need to, oh shoot, we need to do better at studying and understanding what that means. It's like, nah. it doesn't mean proper handling of your people. It doesn't mean For real, proper bro. handling of people you like. Mm-hmm. Right. It's proper handling of people in general. Right. Yeah. And that comes with, you know, respect and you know, politics and, and understanding and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we had that conversation and then that spurred another conversation with her and another sister about uh, their version of false equivalency is that like one of them grew up in the hood and they were talking, they were talking with another one of their friends or uh, about growing up in the hood and having a, having experienced a drive by where people got murdered. Mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which is pure, but objectively, it's a pretty powerful thing to be talking about to like a white organizational body. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like to bring up drive-bys. It's trauma. That's like, no, that's, that's real trauma. Yeah. That's right. like on the level of like a sexual abuse. It's like real. You're talking about bodies. They, they must have been triggered in order to even bring it up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was like, damn, yeah. that's real. For you to have the, the, the fortitude to bring that up in a corporate staff meeting? Like, Kudos to you. So anyway, their example of false equivalency was they was talking to some, this person was talking to some girl, talking about her experience of the drive by when someone got murdered, and the, the the girls, what she her response was, oh, I grew up poor too, right. And she was waiting for her to be like, I grew up poor too, and I witnessed people get murdered, right. That didn't happen. She was just like, oh, well, I grew up poor too. So yeah. just to completely invalidate that story by trying to. Uh, Make it equivalent with something else that you experience to, to somehow make it. Oh, we're, we're all sort of the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. That that bullshit, right? Yeah. So it's total nonsense. Nonsense completely. So Allah humbled me in that, re- but not just with getting my my trauma off my back. Because hearing that stuff, it, it it's not pleasant. Yeah. And an accumulation of that over a lifetime, it really impairs your ability to relate to other human beings that don't look like you. Without proper knowledge and understanding, yeah, it can. Yeah, yeah. You have to want to understand, though. That's the thing. That part. Like, exactly. I, when I encounter people, you know, I have friends that'll tell me something, like we have a conversation, and the conversation might have rubbed them the wrong way, and then they tell me about it later, like, well, I don't like when you said this. My first mind is to be like, well, you tripping, because that's not how I meant it, right? But that's no facts. not... No facts. Before I say that, let me think. Yeah. Something I said affected her. Yeah. You know? So instead of me getting defensive, let me try to think from her perspective and understand why she was offended by that and ask her why. And then we could get a better understanding of each other. But you have to want to do that. Boys. So many people, they don't want to. Like no. they they know what they they know what they know and they believe what they know is the summation of all experiences Mm. you know and you have to understand that like your experience is very different like even though we are all three 
original people here, yeah, our experiences still fall under under the umbrella of black culture, I would assume, but they're still very, very different. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you were brought up. I don't know why you move through life the way that you do. And the same with you. And you guys don't know that about me. At all. You know? And so too often we just assume that we know, like that everybody thinks or moves or reacts like I do. And that's, that's where we get wrong. So the willingness, the willingness to like understand somebody else has to be there. Has to be there. There's this proverb in the nation that talks about the scientists who wanted everybody to speak the same language. So in, in order, actual facts, right? Well, yeah, Yeah. but he, he was talking about, they were talking about how, because he wasn't able to get everybody to speak the same language, he decided he was going to destroy the planet. Yeah. And to me, that's the mentality. It's like, we get so frustrated. So what happened? Tell, tell the story, bro. He ended up creating the moon. Okay. What we know of as let's, moon today. Let's talk Man. about it. Yeah. 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 So what was his name? Do you, have, do you know his Shabazz. name? Shabazz. Oh. He was, he was also Shabazz. That was Shabazz. Yeah. That's, that's a, that is Shabazz. It's a Shabazz mentality. <laughs> it's a Shabazz mind, bro. Shabazz. <laughs> so, but it's like, that—that that is what we're experiencing today because we don't understand these th- stories, these proverbs. We are destined to like relive them in small, smaller ways and bigger ways. But the idea is understanding that we're supposed to be different because our differences is what makes the world a better place. Right. Yeah. Our unique individual perspective coming out into the world and making the world and putting our mark on the world is what makes this world a better place. Yeah. Right. If we don't do that, then we're all, you know, it's going to be a boring raggedy place, yeah. you know, and that, that doesn't serve anybody no. because I have really good ideas, you know, and when I come up with things, but then when I bounce it off of other like musicians, cause that's something, you know, that I'm really interested in. It's like, okay, here he comes with a whole nother, idea that I would have never thought about. Yeah. But this is amazing when you put it together with what I already have going on. And it's yeah. like, but I never would have come up with that. Exactly. And um, people just have to, you know, just be in the place where we want to understand other people and not minimize what they got going on because of because of whatever it is that we have going on. That's fact. You that's, know? that's what it is. Yeah, what we got going on. Yeah. Perspective. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's like the four agreements, another book that I like. Bars. For me. The four bars. Yeah. Oh, you don't know? I haven't read that. Run, you haven't read oh, the, four, the four agreements. Run through them. You, you know them? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to quiz you. The, the first agreement is to... Um, the what is it? The words be, um, be impeccable with impeccable. your words. Be impeccable with mm-hmm. your words. Like that is the that's the first agreement, mm-hmm. and it spends the most time talking about that because mm-hmm. once you understand that concept, then the other three agreements become easier. Yep. Okay. Um, so but word yeah. is, it's words bond. Yes. Essentially. But exactly. Yeah, be impeccable, be, be with, impeccable your with your word. And like a lot of times when we say that we. We talk about like to other people, like if I tell you I'm going to do something, doing it, but also being impeccable with your word to yourself, yeah. like not speaking negatively to yourself, because that was something that I had a problem with. I get mad at myself and be like, uh, it's so stupid. And I'm having all these thoughts. Mm. And it's like, why am I talking to myself like that? Why yeah. am I not being impeccable with my own words to myself? It reminds me of this book I read. Um, I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's about the samurai, mm. one of the, co- the code of the samurai. Yeah. And it talks about how the samurai doesn't agree to do most things because the samurai once he agrees to do something he knows that if he agrees to do it it has to be done yeah. right. or he gives his life in the process of doing yes. it Ooh, you know that's, yes. that's what it is yeah. and that's, that's how what it, it is. has to be that's like, how it has to be and I'm, I'm very serious about like my word you know like if i tell you that i'm gonna come and pick you up from the airport nah for real i'm gonna pick you, you don't have to are you still coming yes, yes i'm still coming i told you i was coming yeah. you know and so but that was the first agreement Imagine and if i we get, all did that no right. that's what it's supposed to be that's yeah. how it's supposed to be the yeah, second and the third i get them the order mixed up but i know the um the second agreement is to uh 
don't make assumptions, Oof, I believe. I think that's second. But that's, yeah, I don't know if it's the second or third, I get it mixed up. But don't make assumptions because, you know, instead of just communicating, like I could see something that you do and be like, oh, well, maybe I don't think he likes me because he did, he handed me yeah. a cup that was smaller or whatever. I don't know. No, no, you know, that's real. That's and, a very real one. That's the type of stuff, that that yeah, type of thinking, that's exactly. real. No. And instead of He just, likes on me more because your cup is smaller. You know what I'm saying? Whatever craziness. <laughs> no, for real. But real. instead but it's of real. just talking to you. Yeah. And get a better understanding. I make this assumption, and I've built this whole false narrative. False narrative. Yeah. Based on this, whatever I assume. So it's like that's the second agreement. Don't make assumptions. Uh, I'm gonna keep false narrative, and then a whole thinking, and it consumes your whole perspective yes. of that person. Yes. You've created a, a perspective of another human being based on that's something that's false. not. It's True. not even real. It's not even real. And that's why the you thought of that. It's so terrible. It's bad. And then the third agreement is don't take things personally. Ooh, you yeah. know, like a lot of times, like if I come to you and I give you the greetings and you just look at me and you go the other way, now it's like, oh, I, I don't like me. I hate his guts. I never considered the fact that maybe he was going through something today. Yeah. Maybe he got a phone call and I got some crazy news and he didn't even hear me give him the greetings because he was so like immersed in whatever happened to him. Mm -hmm. So instead of me just assuming, well, he didn't say hello because he don't like me, you know, like, or he didn't say hello to me. He's like, don't, don't take you that personal. This whole alter reality. Yeah, That's right. Don't take it personal. Reality. Don't, right. don't take it personal. He's, he's doing what he's doing because of what's going on in his life. Yeah. Nine yeah. times out of 10, it ain't got nothing to do with me. You know, I saw a meme that was so funny to me, but it was this person reaching to the heavens. It was like, Lord, protect me from my haters. And God was like, ain't nobody think about you. <laughs> no, bro. Facts. Ain't nobody Facts. think about you. No, Go sit real. down someplace. <laughs> take everything personally. You know? Like, no, one, no one cares about you more than you care about yeah, you. Yeah, like no, you're for doing real? the no. most. Yeah. And like, I learned that, this is a sidebar, but I learned that so much from going to the gym. Like, cause when I first started going, I was nervous, right? I'd be on the edges of the, like the perimeter of the gym. I don't want to be seen. I feel like people looking at me. Ain't nobody looking at me. Yeah. Everybody in there working out. They minding their own business. They're not paying attention to what I'm doing. You yeah. feel me? I'm in nice. there. I wonder if they watching me use the machine wrong. <laughs> Ain't nobody... <laughs> Nobody's looking at me. No, you know those are the those are the thoughts. Yeah, which is but crazy. Those, like those, how real those are the thoughts that those we are the have. thoughts. And then the fourth agreement is to always do your best. <laughs> you know, yeah. always do your best because then you can't be living with regret or feeling like oh I knew I could have just do your best and then Man. you won't ever be like oh I wish I could do this again or you know you won't be living with that feeling of regret. I gotta get this book. Or something. Oh, it's bars. I'm surprised you, it sounds like a book you like. Oh. It's speaking to my soul. Oh, like, bro, it's, it's the it's it's philosophies I hold that I never even oh, thought of. Bars. Uh, I feel like everybody should read it every six months. Oh man, just to get a no. refresher because it's a I short feel. little book. It don't take no time to read it. You probably read it in an hour or two. Yeah, it's a little yeah, short it book, ASAP, but it's, it's good. No, you know, that, that's the one. But yeah, I'm, but I'm it, 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 it'll help us navigate, you know, and into not just be all wound up. Because I did, I used to take stuff personally all the time, make yeah. assumptions, you know. And it's like, I'm not about to be living like that no more. That's a waste of time. It is. Waste of energy, waste of mental Waste space. of mental energy, for yeah. sure. You're I know so many people who do it, so I know for a fact that it's a waste of time. Like I, I see it happening in real yeah. time all the time, and it's like, you've built up this narrative that makes you angry, and the other person doesn't even feel some kind of way because they don't know the narrative that you right. built up. Because exactly. it's literally your reality. Yeah. Like, how could I know that? You've just, wow, I don't know. And you see them, and they smile, and now you're like, they smile and they being fake now. Like, yeah, it's like, real. I don't even know that you got a problem with me. You know what I'm saying? And it's weird. I haven't thought about it since the last time we talked about it. And it's you've so been thinking about it this whole right. time. I literally told my brother that. Like, I said something to him and he saw me a week later and he was like, he brought it back up. 
And I was like, you've been letting that fester this whole week? You could have came <laughs> like to Like, you that. literally could have. I mean, I'm glad you're talking to me now, but it's like, you've been sitting on this, getting mad about it the whole week. I literally have f- totally... I didn't even think this was a thing yeah. to be upset about. But, I mean, we're here now, so. But yeah. So many people do that. Yes. So most pe- people, most do that. people do that. That'd be, the, that'd wow. be the root of people's depression and, like, internal problems and traumas is that there's all these narratives that are yeah. made up in the mind. And I call it, like, me personally, I call it mentally transmitted diseases. No, for real. Because That's I feel good. like there's certain things that is like very contagious. Like fear is a very, very, it's a highly contagious mentally transmitted disease. It is. Soon as somebody just sprinkle a little, little fear on you, then it corrupts your whole system. And black people, we live so immersed in it. Like, yeah. yes. You you hear, you see one black person running, we don't have no questions, we're not curious, everybody's taking Every, off. Just the fear I, just consumes you. I'm a you. victim of that too, I ain't gonna front. Like if yeah. I see it, I don't wanna know what's happening. I just wanna know that I'm safe. Like, yeah. Thanks. And it's funny you say that, cause you did, you weren't in the stampede during I was. June. Oh, you was there. I wasn't running though. Oh, I nice. Didn't. I didn't because I know that like running during a stampede is the best way to get trampled. Uh-huh. What do you do during a stampede? And so I went over to the side perimeter. Like I wasn't in the mix of the everybody running. I I, I made like a like a beeline over to the side. So mm, I went over to where the buildings were, and I stayed. Were you in that on the main corner. street? Where were you? I'm curious now. I was on um. <laughs> What's that street that uh? It's like the main Degnan? street is Degnan. Yeah, Degnan? Degnan? I was on Degnan when the t- oh. when the tent fell oh, over and the everybody same. started running. Oh, you in the same place? Okay. Do you remember yeah. what store you're at, or I, what uh, what which part of Degnan you're at? I was a little before um the sisters market the sisters marketplace because I went in there afterwards. Okay. You feel me? But I so stood we were in up, the same location. Yeah, I stood over to the side. Yeah. And I just watched everybody run by. Yeah. You know, but I'm like I'm, I can't. I'm not gonna go and get into that and be running. No, to, I don't know where people are going. No. I'm not. I'm not about to trip and fall and get trampled. No, that's how so you So let die. me just come over to the side and watch what's what's going. And yeah. that's what I did huh. both Smart. times that I was caught in the stampede <laughs> <laughs> before I left. <laughs> you know, I decided I need to just get on. It's time. To yeah, get out of that's, a, that's what I'm hearing. Most people's like, okay, that was time for me to leave. Let's call yeah. rising above emotions into the thinking of God. No, yeah. but I did that because I'm like, I can't just start running with these people. No, 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 no. Like no. that's dangerous. So I, yeah. I did. I went over to the side. But regardless, you know. We both went to Queen Amina. That's where. Yeah, I, I went there <laughs> after. It was so full, she couldn't even get in her own store. No, I didn't, I didn't go in there immediately. Okay. Like, after everything was done, I walked into the store. Because I always, whenever I go to the Lamarck Park, I always go in there just because. Yeah. You know, that's just. That's just what I do. Yeah. And so I walked in there, and it wasn't a whole bunch of people in there, but I did see, I did see Queen Amina. She was sitting there, and uh, and I saw Jalila too. You know, but it wasn't a whole bunch of people. It was like two other people that was still in there okay. that hadn't left out. But your mom was a general during that time. She's yeah. like, okay, yeah, y'all got it. Okay, y'all, y'all don't mess up a store. She was ready for war. <laughs> war, bro, war. Because I ran, I, 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 when I saw it, I ran over there because I knew that's a safe place. I ran over there, and then mm-hmm. as soon as I got there, your mom was there. She's like, okay, I feel y'all, but don't. Don't mess up my store. Yeah. Right. This is my store. She told, right. me, she told me she cut her food and she, put, and she was just limping around like, nah. Yeah. Oh, she got hurt? Oh, she, she did. She, I saw oh, her. She was sitting she got down. Hurt. She, she had cut her foot. Oh. Okay, so we all cut smoke. Yeah, my store got ran up on. Not too bad, though. Some people got messed up. I didn't get messed up. Yeah. I, I lost a bean pie, unfortunately. But I'll take I'll take the hit. Actually, no, I didn't. I ate the bean pie. I had to eat it. I'm, I'm picturing a slow motion video with some of the sad music. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But it was it, it was, was crazy. I was saw crazy. people walking around missing shoes. Yeah, glasses and hats and stuff was all yeah, over was the wild, place. Bro. I'm yeah. like, yeah, because yeah, people just started running. Yeah, it was a know. beautiful event though. 
It was heard, dope. I heard that it was such a dope event. Oh, it was the best. It was, the, it was fire. Yeah. Well, I was no, telling was. my brother, we need to take that over. Like, FOI yes. needs to be there. Why? Yeah. yeah I'm like, security why? and crowd control. No, for sure. We have it. Our energy alone is enough to like make sure that stuff doesn't happen. Yeah. So we need to know. It has to happen. Yeah, because when people see like the like the brothers up there, it just it it's a whole different kind of like okay, this place is secure and ain't gonna be no playing around. Yeah, that's no like that's that's the attitude you feel me that that you get when you see the FOI. And yeah, the, the security force people were saying they didn't even see them. They just had on black T-shirts that said security. Yeah, no, yeah, no, they, I didn't see any security. There, there was no police. No, I didn't. There was 120 security guards. No, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't see a single one. And Lamerta's not that big. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You in an event like that, you have to have security. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna have no police, you're gonna have like who? Who? What do you? It's it, it's an issue, and we all learned that the hard way. You right. know, we almost had to die. You, you know? don't see the brothers in suits. It's like the the children don't respect a t-shirt. Yeah. And no. then the security guards don't respect themselves. No. They're like, they just I'm there, here just to observe there. Yeah. and report. Yeah. When it's, everybody started running, they said security guards were running into my mom's store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was like, what are you doing in here? Yeah, no. Right. Do your job, bro. And it's like, I mean, that's a, technically, the that, t-shirt that is, security guards, yeah. that's their job. Yeah. It's no. just to see they're what's just happening. They're, uh-huh. yeah, literally to observe and report. FOI are going to see everybody running this way and they're going to go that way. Yeah, for real. Get to the heart of the problem. What's, what's, going, what's actually going on. Yeah, right. solve the problem. Yeah, for real. Because yeah. there's a whole different mindset, it you is. know, like when you, you know, being taught, like having the teachings that we have, it's just the whole, it's a different mindset. Mm-hmm. Like you tap into something else. Like when I'm on post, you know, I remember Sister Valerie, she had called me once and asked me, you know, she had hoped that no one had offended me. And it was very sweet of her. I was like, but no, I wasn't, I wasn't upset. I was probably looking mean because I was on post. And I don't mean <laughs> to look mean. No, you just get in that mindset. But like, yeah, ain't nobody like, doing if nothing I'm while here, I'm on post. Like, if I'm in that back Vanguard row, yeah. you know, like, I know what that row is for. Like, if y'all sit somebody in front of me, this person has been acting crazy. Mm-hmm. And I gotta keep an eye <laughs> on them. And I gotta sit a certain way. And whoever stand up to clap, I gotta stand up. And I can't sit down oh, till they sit down. No, like... You give, me the, so, you give me the, the secrets. That's what's up. You know, I didn't know all that. I mean, I don't... I, I, know, I don't know y'all was that militant. Yeah, but that's... I mean, that's what Vanguard is supposed <laughs> to Vanguard, do. Bro. And we, and okay. we watch. See, I don't... I don't know. I didn't, only thing, watch. I'll be you know? The only thing I know about Vanguard is that under 35 and y'all wear hats. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll be clear. That's no, all that's, I know. That's a, that's a, Vanguard, that's is, it is, a Vanguard is the second line of defense after yeah, the FOI. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's, oh, I didn't that's, know that. That's what we're taught. We're the second line Word. of defense after the FOI. Okay. And we there's stuff that we got to handle. So like, if, okay. I, if I'm on post, like that's not like a... That's a serious thing. So yeah. the, FO, the FOI, they it, operate like you gotta that. You got to be a serious person to take it seriously, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. I mean, I knew I mean, y'all but you were soldiers. Want, you don't but... want stuff to happen on your watch. You feel me? Like That's somebody, worse. something happened, something go crazy, and it's like, well, who was checking that day? Yep. Oh, Erica let all that up in the mosque? No. Not I don't know. Not on uh, my watch. See, I didn't know y'all got training like that. Not on my watch. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know that, bro. I Nation, thought it was more Nation, just Nation like. Nation of Islam is very intricate, bro. Yeah. Very intricate, and like well, on y'all side, like I don't, I don't look over there out of respect. Have you ever, have you ever heard that we're supposed to teach our babies to throw the bottle? Nah, what's that mean? It means that the line of defense goes all the way down. Understood. And if we are at wartime, your child is glass bottle because we ain't feeding them plastic. <laughs> I feel you. Teach them to throw the bottle. Word. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they get older. It's like a knife knife. Like wow. That, that was one of the things that drew me to the nation is I like go on with that I like discipline and structure and I feel like it's not something comfortable but it's something that's necessary absolutely everybody needs it 
um, especially men. Yeah. I feel like men especially need it. We as women, we need it too, for sure. But like men, men definitely need that. But that's what drew me. Like I saw the drill videos and the precision, you feel me, and mm-hmm. the um, unity with that. Mm-hmm. And I was very intrigued. I understood. I was very intrigued. And then I came in and I... When did you join? Um, 2017. What's today? 23, 2023. When did I join? Yeah. 2019? Okay, understood. So 2017 is, yeah. uh, is when I, you know, recited and everything. But yeah, that's what drew me in initially is like seeing that. And um, I feel like that's what our world is so- sorely missing. Like everybody calls themselves like gods, you know, especially like in the woke or the conscious community. Yeah. You know, we're, know we're gods, means. we're yeah. kings and queens and all that. But you have no discipline Don't. you have no structure like is this how None. a god would navigate yeah. you feel None. me that part like you and they limit you don't want to be themselves. better. Yeah, you limit yourself. You call yourself all these things, but you live like a peasant, and you're cool with that. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And, and you want and you want 14 wives. Yeah, <laughs> you want all these women. Yeah, you feel me. Yeah, but you you don't want to have like the means to take care of them. And Facts. if a woman brings that up, she's a gold digger. Mm. Facts. No, for real. It's very strange. No, you know? very strange. But, but there there's a lot of rhetoric, you know, about about that in the in the so-called conscious community. But you don't understand that, like, having that kind of power comes with responsibility. You don't have power like that without responsibility. And the power yeah. should come first. Yeah. Be- before you take on responsibility, you should know how to be responsible, starting yeah. with self. And then yeah. you elevate to, to being able to be responsible for a secondary person. Right. And then a third person, which is your child. It's always yeah. start with self. That's why That's it right. says to take charge of this post. Yeah. You feel right. me? This yeah. Here, post right. in all temple property and the, the, orig- yeah. the, 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 the general orders are supposed to be general, mm-hmm. so they're also talking about self, they're talking yes. about the mosque, they're talking about home. Like, take charge of this post and all temple property in view. Right. Your body is a temple, yes, you're taking, yeah. po- taking charge of your temple because you're that's the whole point. That's right? really the point. That's There's the a quote point. from this, this woman, um, her name is Savannah Brown. I don't know too much else about her, but I do know I love this quote, but she says, my body is a temple and I'm the God it was built for. Yeah. You know, Ooh, that and part. that isn't that a fire Ooh. quote? That makes <laughs> yes. it feel really good. <laughs> but that's, but that's what it is. So it's like, they want to call ourselves gods and, and goddesses and stuff. Like, I had a video go viral just saying that we should look presentable when we go outside. Yes, we shouldn't be going out with bonnets and house shoes and pajamas on. And they called me anti-black. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Damn. You know? Not really. Folks was really Not trying really to consider, cancel me because I'm like... our condition. But if we're so beautiful yeah. and if we are so black excellence and we it's so dope being black, why don't you want to treat this the best way possible? The way that I look at the so-called blackness is that this is a luxury item here, you know? That's like, real. I have a car out there, and it ain't nothing, like, too crazy. You know, I got myself something nice. I got a little 3 Series BMW. Nice. I, wanted, I wanted to have, like... You know, the leather seats, the peanut butter, because that's something that I've always wanted. Now, that requires a little bit more care than, say, my Corolla did. It had cloth seats. I didn't really have to do too much. But now with this car, I have to keep the leather right. I want to keep it clean. The maintenance, the tires and all that, it costs a little bit more because it is a luxury item. These bodies that we have, our hair... It requires more effort because it's a luxury item. Yeah. Our skin, we got to keep it clean and moisturized. It requires more effort because mm. it's a luxury item. But the conversation that you were having, those people think of themselves as a nigga. Yeah. And so when they think of themselves as something that's diminished or something that's lower or less than... They, they don't, don't treat it as a luxury item. Exactly. Mm. But that's what this is. Yeah. And you ain't going to tell me that I'm being anti-black. 
because I know what I am. Exactly. And treat myself as and, such. And one man's treasure is another man's trash. So if you're going to treat yourself like that, that's who you are. Yeah. Respectfully. Don't tell me who I am. But don't, don't call that black culture, though. Like, if you want to go no, outside looking like issue. a hobo, yeah. then put that on you. You yeah. feel yeah. me? Like, that's what I do because I like to be raggedy. I'm still a slave. But, yeah. you know, but if, if don't put that on black culture, though, because mm. that's not black culture. That's just you. Yeah. Because black culture is us looking good, if we be no, honest. Facts. That's, that's black culture. We have a history of being together. Yes. Facts. You know? A so. long history of infinity being together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And you think that God wasn't about the physical. He wasn't about the optical way things looked and stuff. He created this beautiful world we live in. Oh, this That's world is so beautiful. You know what I mean? It's fire. He, he mm-hmm. created the plants and the, the tree, and then he wanted to experience it. He wanted to walk around on this earth that he created and look at the flowers and watch the sunsets, like the most amazing sunsets. Like, he cares about the optics. We should care about the optics. Right. Yeah. I mean, we have to care about them because we can't, how are we, how are we going to get people to, we got the youth, right? And the youth look up to people that they want to be like, the mm-hmm. rappers and the athletes and stuff that look like something. How are we going to try to win over the younger people in our generation yeah. looking like hobos? Like, I they like, I don't want happen. that. You telling me that if I do what you say, I could have what you have? I don't want what you have. That's you right. look raggedy. Why would I want to follow you now? No, that's we got to be about the optics. Yeah. We have to. We have to be. No. You know, we have to be about the optics in every area, how we carry ourselves, you know, whether or not we take care of our bodies. Because that would be craziness. I would, I would be a lunatic if I went into the gym and it was a morbidly obese person there talking about, I'm going to be a personal trainer. I don't believe you. Yeah. No. You feel me? No. But like, so no. I just don't. The, the reason I'm able to give yeah. our people grace is because I understand that God isn't. God isn't in the perfection business. He's in the perfecting business. Right. You know, he he doesn't, it, it, it didn't, the universe didn't magically come into existence all at once. Right. Even in the Bible, it talks about it took them seven days, which means there's a process. Yes. So our people that are stuck in that limit, that's why I appreciate the post you made and the conversations you had, even the arguments was just like, that's needed because they need to understand. So people right. brought the smoke? Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of people. <laughs> you, she handled stuff? That you was, uh, I mean... It? I don't really go back and forth with people. You. you know, I don't, I don't have time I, I, go into, your boy. I go into her comments and find the most interesting <laughs> conversations. Like. I'm not about to be doing it. You feel me? Look, I said what I said, and that's what it is. Think, I'm not about to be think. going back and forth with um, you. Um, unless you get very passionate, then you'll make another video. If, yeah, I might make another video, <laughs> but I'm not about to be going back and responding individually to people. Because this is what happened. People, you know, they will they will um, straw man argument to death. You feel me? Mm. I'll make a very clear point. And then they'll be like, "Well, what about people in African villages? We're not talking about. We're not talking about people in African villages. No. You know. Well, what about people no. that are homeless? Of course, I'm not talking about homeless people. And you know this. Yeah, it's real. But you're just trying to be weird and deflect from the conversation. So I'm not about to. I don't go back and forth with people. I agree. I'm not about to do that. No. I, I do though. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. He does like I, it. I have the he patience. does like it. I have the patience for my people. He's a Gemini. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that's nah. that's his function. I mean, right? I got a Gemini moon, so I yeah. feel you. I feel you, but at the same time, it's like and I'll, respectfully, we're I'll, not I'll about leave it. to do that. I'll leave the conversation as soon as I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll say my points, and if they're not getting it, it's like oh, I'm not going to continue to talk to a wall. Yeah. You, either you're going to start to understand and start to realize what I'm saying, or I'm going to say something that you're going to realize you're not on my level and but we're not going to continue. They don't need to be wanting a real conversation, though. What Some I've do. noticed is that people, a lot of the times, they will say whatever they think is going to get a response from me. And the more I respond to negativity and nonsense, the more I see it because people see me responding to foolishness and it's like, well, let me say something foolish and maybe she'll respond to me. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm only going to respond to like good 
well-articulated points and thoughts. Yeah. And if you if you if you feel what I'm saying, but there's something that you think, oh, I don't agree with this part, but it's genuine. Okay, then we could we could talk. We could Boy, talk about that. You, you feel me? But I'm not, you just, yeah, if you just screaming in the wind, hoping that I hear you, no, I'm not responding yeah. to everybody. I agree with you on that. I re yeah. I'll respond to argu arguments that make sense. Like I can see how you got off the track on that argument, so I'm gonna give you a, a, a pathway back to the track, right? If you want to take it, exactly. If you're not interested in taking the pathway back, then okay, we have nothing to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, because people do that. They yeah. they will be in your comments just saying whatever, hoping that you respond. And it's weird. I don't even know what that's about. But no. that's Atten that's very strange. Attention. It is. Right? I think it's attention. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but why? Why are you so hell-bent on attention for me? That's the reason why social media... That's like social media's bread strange. and butter. Yeah. Social no, media's bread and butter is, look at me. That's exactly what it is. And, look at me. And the, the, the monster that is social media understands that, so they feed that energy. They feed that. They feed that. They built a whole imp infrastructure to facilitate that psychology. Look at it's me. look at me and like me. Look mm. at me, like me. Look at me, like me. Okay, right. I'm going to do you something more ridiculous to get likes. That's why there's you... no dislike button. Exactly. <laughs> that would defeat the purpose. That's why we call like, them oh. followers because yeah. we want people to follow us. Yeah. yeah. I don't even like that. I don't yeah. even, I don't even like saying no. that so many followers. I feel like it's, like, it's disrespectful yeah. to what the word followers mean. Like, yeah. Because that's not what they are. They're just people that are peering into something I'm yeah, doing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They just That's they right. might rock with some of the stuff I say, but they don't I mean, I wouldn't say followers. Follower. A lot of That's times I'll, I'll say like people that support, you yeah. feel me, that support what I'm doing as yeah. opposed to followers, but I don't I don't I don't like I don't like that. And then the idea that like everybody has like people have a million followers, but their million followers intertwine with these person's million followers, so who are you really following? Like that word doesn't really properly accurately explain what they're doing what it is no but it 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 reflects the objectives of the social media infrastructure Correct. just to keep you in there to exactly. keep you in there yeah, and man. literally build a whole reality i know because it's a, it's a, a lot of these conversations yeah. that i see on podcasts don't even happen in real life are you tired of being in a pandemic with no access to a black grocer are you prepared to live in a world where you need vaccine proof to buy food this is where we come to the rescue. Hi, I'm Adam X, owner and operator of OGMFG.com, Southern California's premier black bulk food distributor and mobile nursery, now shipping nationally. We are your source for the bulk navy beans, lentils, and rice we should all have safely stored in our homes in this hour. We are also, hands down, the home of the best bean pie the West Coast has to offer. Family owned and operated out of Los Angeles since 2018, we are your answer to where is my black grocery store. With a strong connection with Southern California black farmers, we are prepared to serve you nationally. That's OGMFG.com, which stands for Original Manufacturing. Why? Because we're building the future. OGMFG.com, your source for black bulk foods. Like, I've never literally gone on a date and someone has been like, so, what do you bring to the table? Like, <laughs> yeah, you feel no, me? No, for real. Like, if a man no, were real. to ask me no, that, for real. I, would just, real. I would just be like, you know what? I'm, I'm bringing absolutely nothing. You can sit at the table by yourself. Um, you know what? The date is over. Yeah, no, for real. Yeah, no one real. has asked that's me that. That's not a real, that's not how you talk to people. That's not how you talk to people. It's not It's not even something you can explain in one conversation. Yeah. It's like all of I mean, me, it's not even anything you, to explain. Like yeah. you get to know me and you observe. Yeah. 
You feel me? And yeah. we know each other and we see what we like. And if I don't rock with it, then we don't have to continue this. Yeah. But that's like me sitting up trying to tell you is not going to encompass it anyway. Yeah. You feel me? Or me trying to get that answer from you. If I tell you, so tell me all about yourself. I will never, no matter how many words you use, no. I will never know all there is to know about you. No. Exactly. Never. No. You feel me? A whole and if, and if I gave you library my, if and I anthology you all, can be written just about you and it still wouldn't be enough. If that's I right? gave you all my highlights and, and all the best parts of me, you still have not, you don't have an accurate description of who I am. And especially if I'm giving it to you, yeah. because I'm, I'm biased. biased as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be the best thing walking. For real, for real. facts. To me. No you, facts. You, you gotta get. So to what's know the point of yeah. these stupid? And that's why I call them these dumb hypotheticals, ruining our our community. It's real. I mean, no, will. you want no. You are very honest. It's not real. It's, it's not, not real. It's something. And they're always floating around. Yeah. Like another one that people was mad at me about was. That whole question of like, if your man woke you up at three o'clock in the morning and asked you to cook a meal, what would you cook him, right? And I was like, before we even get to exactly like before, because people just start to answer the question. I'm a good woman, so of course I'm gonna cook him a meal at three o'clock in the morning. Or or the man like, well, these women, you know, they not traditional, so they ain't gonna get it. And now they in the comments arguing with each other, but it's like, who even asked somebody to do that? No, for real. As many married people as I know, I don't. None of them has ever woke their wife up. At three o'clock in the morning, ask him to cook a meal. That's not real. That's not real. That is unreasonable. That happen. That doesn't happen. Now we got the whole black community arguing about made up nonsense. That's facts. Completely made up nonsense. Hypothetical Hypothetical nonsense. nonsense. And that's what I said. I'm not answering no more hypothetical questions. No. Don't come ask me. If your man was making only $20,000 a year, but you know he'd, no. If it start the conversation, the question start with if. Don't even finish it. We're not doing, no, we're not doing no. that. We deal in actual facts and reality. Exactly. You know? We're not dealing with hypotheticals and what ifs. Well, if he did this, and no. But let's be clear. As a, as a people, we, we deal in that the realm that's not real. We're, we're, we stay in the dreamland. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want to. We, we was talking earlier before you got here about how, um, how we don't want to go through um, when it comes to building an empire. We want to skip the di- the dime bag portion of the hustle. You know what I mean? We want to jump right to the bricks, yeah. moving bricks. You know, it's like, you know, the hustle doesn't start with bricks. You got to actually get the weight, buy small, find learn an audience the, for that. Learn and then the build process. It up. Exactly. Learn infrastructure. Understand who's your go-to and who you stay away from. Like, exactly. All of that. Yeah. Right. And then just being real with yourself, because I feel like people love to live in these hypotheticals because you don't have to deal with who you are as a person. Yeah. Like I saw men Ooh. in the comments saying stuff. No, that's like, it. That's it. No, right but that's what it is. That's it. It that's was literally it. And then in the comments saying stuff like, well, if I'm paying all the bills, she better wake up at three o'clock. Well, you said if, brother. Yeah. That means that that's not your reality. Yeah. So why are you even talking like this? Yeah. But you like this hypothetical because in this situation, you get to be the man that's paying all the bills. Yeah. So you can wake this woman up. Or the, on the woman's side, on the woman's side, I get to be this perfect woman who caters to my man hand and foot. And of course, I would wake up at three o'clock in the morning. You get to be whoever you want to be in this hypothetical. Yeah. You feel me? So that's why people love it. We love answering hypotheticals questions because we get to fabricate 
whatever facade we want people to see and we don't have to deal with the reality of who we really are. We, we've taken the narrative that Disney gave us and made it into a monster. Like the, the idea that there's supposed to be a Prince Charming and there's supposed to be a woman who sits around waiting for him all yeah. the time. Right? Yeah, it's not, that's not that's real. That's not real, That's man. not real. Mm-hmm. Especially in this world where most of us got to work. Everyone's got to gotta work. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. That's that's reality right now. Exactly. For, for the majority of people. I mean, there's a, there's a handful of people out there, but I don't think that that's optimal. I don't think they aren't happy like that. No, for real. I feel like, I, I personally feel like every man or woman has a purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Your purpose isn't gender specific. Like everybody has a universe that they're supposed to be creating. And that's right. Until you find that out, you're not going to be happy. Right. That's right. You're not going to find happiness in staying at home and just raising a child. Like no, that. that's no. a part of who you are as a person. That's part of your journey in this lifetime. Right. But that's not your goal. That's not yeah. what you were put here for. Like, yeah. That's yeah. just a part of your nature. That's like waking up and, you know, you eat every day. Like that's a part of that. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I love about the nation is like, we don't, you know, we prioritize our children, but it's like, we're not. I, we're not making anyone just do one thing. It's yeah. like, no, you got to do what it takes to to survive and thrive. Speaking of uh, what children, up? What up? book three of Conversations with God, he was talking yeah. about how um, he doesn't even think that parents should be the one raising children. That's real. The child is supposed to be raised by the community. That's real. Mm-hmm. Grandparents no, are more efficient at raising children than parents That's are. Real, bro. Parents, until they're in their 30s and 40s, they don't know who don't they so. are. Yeah, facts, so bro. you're trying to teach somebody else who they should be and you don't know who you are? Facts, bro. Right. Yeah. And being intentional too, because yeah. like a lot of people are thrown into things and like make do with what they have. But I feel like I had an advantage growing up because my parents were very intentional with us. Yeah. You know, it mm. wasn't like, oh, well, you know, we got this child and we just raising them up with these children that we have. But it's like, this is what I want you to know so that you can be prepared as you get older. Yeah. This is what I te- I'm teaching you. It was a very intentional thing. For real, yeah. You know, and so like, you know that that intentionality is important. You feel me? And I do. I do feel like just having the broader family there, like the grandparents, aunties, uncles, everybody that will help, is a, is a massive thing that is, is sorely lacking within our communities. Abs- Far Cry did a lecture series. It was called "How to Give Birth to a God," and he yes. was talking about intention. It was all about like. Oh, it was just about not not just having children for the sake of having children. It was about having children with a mindset of this is who you want to raise because this is who you are, who you want to be, and who you want them to be. That is like the first lecture that I listened to. That like that really pulled me in. Like I was was on the I was teetering. Like should I come in? You know I like discipline and all that, but I I listened to how to give birth to a god. And I literally cried listening to it. Yeah, because me too. I'm like, this is heavy. Me too. Like because even though I don't have any children, like okay. I've been, I've been preparing yeah. this whole time. Yeah, you know, and it's like whatever you're doing, like all of that gets imprinted. Like because we as women, we are born with all the eggs we'll ever have. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so the experiences that we have, the, the traumas and all of that, that can get imprinted there. So it's like you got to be mindful. Of what you're doing, what you even before you're pregnant, you got to be mindful of all of that. Who what? you're letting inside of yourself, all of those mm. things you got to be mindful of, yep. and what you're doing while you're pregnant, like all of your fears, all of your ambitions, all of that goes into the seed. Like yes. all of that goes into the person that that's gonna be. Yes. And you, got, if you're not careful with who you have in your environment, who you allow to impart into your mind, your child grows up with your fears. Yeah. He was saying that like. You know, healing cancer or curing cancer is going to come from a woman's womb. Yes. It's going to come from someone. like So that woman has to have anxiety or fear or anger or something emotionally attached to cancer for her child to grow up and have this desire to want to heal cancer. Ooh. And then that child 
you know, that's how that works. That's how that's everything real. that comes about no, in this that's world real, works. Bro. Yes. Yeah. And it is like the intention is important. Like when my mom was uh, was pregnant with me, like I've always been very like entrepreneurial, you know, in yeah. a sense. Like I started selling jewelry when I was seven. Mm. You know, I went to Michael's and got the little hemp and the beads and all that and was selling it to my classmates. And I still, I still sell jewelry to this day, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, that was in me because of my mom. Like when she was pregnant with me, my dad was literally working for City Hall as a custodian. And but he always kept himself together. But she would make breakfast sandwiches and he would take them there and he would sell it. He oh. would sell breakfast sandwiches nice. and whatever, you know, whatever the people's eating. So she was waking up nine months pregnant with me, damn near. Uh, like four o'clock in the morning. With a hustler mentality. Yes, making all them sandwiches galore. Yeah. And that's what she's doing while she's pregnant with me. Then I come out and I got I have that. Mentality, that's like I've never been, yeah, I've never been like, oh, woe is me, I don't have it, or I'm gonna figure out a way to get. No, that's it. right, that's for sure, yeah. facts, you know, not for real. So yeah, yeah, all of that matters. I agree, you know. So being intentional is so important, absolutely, and I, being mindful of what you're doing. I got yeah. this mentality that like we talk about hereafter, and we talk about you know the way the world should be. And I feel like we don't understand that it won't be unless we make it. That's right. If we want a hereafter to ever exist, we have to start creating one. That's right. Yes. And so I feel like with my children, that's what I want to do. I want to take them into an environment where they don't have to have any of the influences of this world. And they can come into an understanding of who they are without the restrictions that tell them who they are. Or yeah. Tell them what they're supposed to be. And then, you know, you teach them about the world and the world, the world around them, their environment, things like that, Mm -hmm. and allow them to naturally come into who they're going to be in that environment. Facts. Heaven is from the ground up, not from the sky down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's one of the principles in, um, the seven habits of highly effective people. He said, you have to begin with the end in mind. Yeah. You know, and like, you don't just start, you know, like, I feel like a lot of us, we have a lot of energy and we want to go and just do things, but it's like starting to drive a car, but you don't have the destination. You don't Ooh. know where you're going. So you're just driving around aimlessly. It seems like you're working because you're moving, but you're not going anywhere, yeah. you know? So it's like, we have to know exactly what it is that we want. You yeah. know, like I know what I want for the generations to come. I want the sacred ancestral forest to be like a real thing. And I want for my grandchildren's grandchildren to benefit from what I do. I mean, that's what the scriptures say. Uh, Proverbs 13, uh, 22. Oh, look at the scriptures. They talk about things. What is that? You know Proverbs. Just, no. Proverbs 13, 22. What is it? It says, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, and a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Mm. Is what it says. You I know? Mm. So that's... I've, I've always looked at heaven as like, every time we describe heaven, we, we describe it as a place that we want to attain, but we never describe it as a place that's difficult to attain. When you, Facts. When you talk about the land of milk and cookies or milk and honey, it's like milk and honey. Yeah. you can have that easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get it. Go get it. That's what you want. Right. You know, you mm-hmm. talk about gardens where rivers flow. Yeah. You can do that in your backyard. Like it's right. not a difficult thing to you attain. You can make it for yourself. That's right. You know, but like if we're steeped and rooted in victimhood, which is why I really dislike like what 
the black community is is, is becoming. Like everybody is a victim. Yeah, and yes, there's there's we have been disenfranchised living in this world. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But at the same time, the only thing that has ever been strong enough to hinder us or kill us has been us. Facts. No one else can do that. And that's why I hate the reparations so, conversation, honestly. Yeah. Like I understand that they owe us, but I, but focusing on what they owe us to yeah. me is a non-starter. It's like if we're not talking about separating and doing something for ourselves, I don't want to talk about it. Because we, in our community, we we buy Jordans, we buy you know weed, we buy all these things that make us happy with our subsistence or our our living situation here. If we took that money and did something and put pulled our resources together, we could do whatever we want. We don't need nobody else. Like yeah. we're allowing them to limit us by even having this conversation about reparations. I feel like it's it's good to have the conversation. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, but. There has to like like yeah. like I said, begin with the end in mind. That's like, right. Well, like the book you. says, you feel me? Like yeah. we have to have a plan for this. Yeah. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Because like um, I was working on like a song yesterday that I titled "Blood in the Soil," and that's what I said. Like, blood, sweat, and tears fertilize this land. You feel me? Yeah. And so that blood in the soil is a deposit that our ancestors made. I mean, I agree. I'm just we coming to collect, I, but at the same time, we can't be just relying on that. Like no. that can't be like a oh, we got our hand out, but we don't do anything else but to facilitate hope that we the, get the that. flood of resources. Nah. To, to me, the idea that um, we should all come together to ask for this is like we put in the infrastructure to come together. We don't even need that. But I'm not saying no, that's no. I don't I don't think that that's what the idea is that we should no. all come together. Like each piece on the chessboard moves differently. That's you right. Feel me? So you might have a like a bishop acting piece that is working on that reparations and they do that. And they do. And then you got the rook over here that's working with mentoring and having schools for young boys so they could have like a father figure. There's different pieces that right. move in different ways. That's right. So there's there could be people working on that, but that don't mean that all of all us of collectively us, no. we don't need to do that. No, right? I don't. And you I know? yeah, and I don't. And I, I'm connected with the people who are involved in that and i'm like y'all gotta post i'm in the nation of islam i gotta post do your thing we'll yeah, communicate exactly. that's military that's politics that that's power that's right. how power moves everyone's exactly. got a, everyone's got a role everyone has a everyone's role got a and role. that's one of the that. things that our problem is is that like we call people coons and sellouts and Facts. all that because they don't move how i move exactly how i'm moving is how i'm moving you ain't got to move how that's i right. move for me to respect your movement that's right bro. it's that's not necessary that's you right. know because i love chess i feel like everybody should know how you to play. play chess Yes. Oh. <laughs> my, oh. Dad, my dad taught me when I was like four. Oh. You know, but yeah, like, and that's how oh. I navigate through life. Like you, this it's, is my piece. Life is chess. This <laughs> is how I'm moving. Other people can move how they move, but if as long as we move in collectively for the same goal, that's right. then I'm with it. You that's know? right. Like, I don't have to do what you do. I agree. I mean, I think I think that in order for us to be successful, it definitely takes all types. It's going to yeah. take. It has to. It takes mm -hmm. a little bit of to. every perspective that's right. for us to get there. It has yeah. to. Yeah. That's right. Because we do. I mean, that's what we were talking about earlier. Like, knowing, like having other ideas and having other people come in because the world, we it would be born without it. You yeah. know? That's right. Like, all the great ideas doesn't come from a singular person. No. You know? And so, like, when we come together and pull these, not only resources, like, resources is not just, like, finances and stuff, but resources is the thought, the collective thought that allows us to elevate the level that we're operating on. That's right. You know? So we come together with all of that, and we can make something great, you know, with, with good, like-minded people. They might not be doing the same thing, you know? Yeah. But you should. just can't be on no detrimental nonsense causing division and all that you know? yeah that comes with discipline though that's where we yeah. need the discipline yeah. once we all once we're focused and we got the discipline and we're not having the the you know 
idiots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do want to give a shout out to the California reparations movement uh, that they're actually it's a, it's a big thing. It's happening. Yeah. And it, what it is, it's it's the conversation because that's going to force all the things that you mentioned mm-hmm. about what are you actually going to do about the plan when this flood of resources comes. Yeah. So that's why like no, I'm like the conversation is happening. We don't have to be in that room. No, you know, yeah. you know, we don't. We're, not we're too busy doing what we're doing to be in that room to right. have those conversations. But the classically trained lawyers, as long as they're in rep- there, representation, yeah. in yeah. exactly. And, and if longer we're, we're in communication with them, like here, here's the program. Mm-hmm. Here's the program. This is what we need. We don't just want welfare. We need land and resources and training to actually facilitate that land for a specific period of time, which Elijah Muhammad specifically articulated in the program in Message of the Black Man. Ep- economic yeah. blueprint. Yes, it's there. So it's not like we don't have it and it's like he's not like he said bad reparations he's like no no no. y'all we need a plan yeah so we have to arm our own people with that plan and then the military backing to show like we got you Mm -hmm. that's how a military works military isn't necessarily in every single room but the military there to back and support the nation yeah. Right. That's our job. Exactly. And support all of our people in all these spaces, including the ones that publicly be made that may have had a falling out or whatever. I'm just thinking about Obama, stuff like that. And like, no, no, all of they're all pieces on the chessboard. Mm-hmm. Right. And we support them all. And when they get knocked out, we put another one back in there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we play another game. Because chess, it's multi-dimensional. You don't, it's not just one game, it's multi-games at the same time. And you may not have won that one game. You just run it up again. Yeah. Because the black man's infinite. We're gonna end up on top no matter when it's gonna happen eventually. Exactly. Right. So in these, in these bodies, our objective should be to clear up our own issues with self to facilitate that process as expediently as possible. Right. And that's the time. And that's the time that God has put me on. It's like are enough trying to do all this stuff to avoid confronting what's going on within yourself. Right. Confront what's going on within yourself now so that you can facilitate the ushering in of my kingdom that I'll put you on Damn. if you deal with yourself. Right. That's, that's what he's putting me on right now. That's yeah. Real. And that is that that's it's so important. Like I I took some time and I feel like everybody should just really take the time to like be alone and think about why they are the way that they are. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because like a lot of times we can mask it with certain things. Like we can mask it with other people. Most often that's what people do. You right. know, we don't want to deal with ourselves, so we get with somebody you know, to kind of take away from the work that I should be doing on myself. But taking the time to like really be alone and by yourself and look at why I operate the way that I do, you know, why I do the things that I do, the reasons why I feel a certain type of way and really get a better understanding of myself. And then I could be a better service to other people. Like when I go and I have conversations with people and get an understanding of them because we want understanding from people and for people to, you know, be able to align with what we got going on but it's like people don't even understand themselves. Yeah. No. We want great, like people, we want to give our, each other grace, but we don't even give ourselves grace. Yeah. You know, we're not, we want to be kind. We want everybody to be kind to each other. We're not even kind to ourselves. That's fine. No. You know, so it's like, we don't, we don't treat ourselves right. We don't treat our bodies right. No. We don't treat our mind right. We don't feed any of it what it needs. That's real. Yeah. So it's like starting there and then it'll extend outward, yeah. you know? Mm. And it's not a selfish thing. It's like, not to take care of yourself. That's honestly the most productive thing. It's that responsible. You can do. It's yeah. the, it's responsible. You have to do that. You mm-hmm. have to put on your own mask first. Be, right. be the clean glass doesn't mean that you come in there shining. It means you continuously keep that glass clean. Right. right. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's what the uh, the scriptures say. Yeah. It says, "Be transformed by the renewing of the mind." It don't mean the renewed. 
yeah. and you're done. And you're done. Like, <laughs> oh, I cleaned my house this one time, so it should never get dirty again. Ooh, man. That's not how you that works. You talking to him right now. No, yeah, you got to keep I've definitely, all on. these days I've done, I'm like, oh, I cleaned it last year. <laughs> I spent exactly. all day cleaning it last you year. I got to do it again. It. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You got to keep doing it. That's why I say I read the four agreements every six months, a refresher uh, to get facts. it, you know, to reignite some things. Facts. You know? I definitely need to add that to the rotation. Yeah, you do. It's yeah. such a good book. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um. So, besides... um. Was the name of the of the minister's uh, talk? How to build a God? How to how to ba- give birth to a how God. to give birth to God? Yes. What's the story? Were you getting uh, reeled in the nation? Who fished you, or what happened? What's the story? So it was a brother that I was dating. I'll you know. Right okay. Yeah. Go ahead. You go. Yeah, yeah. It was a brother that I was dating that uh, that initially brought me in. You know, he um he was he was new as well. You feel me? Okay. And so he wanted to. He just wanted me to. He was new to the nation. Yeah, he was. Oh, okay. He was new to the nation. And um, it was something that he was learning. He was very, you know, he was very much so into it. You know, because we were together, he wanted me to get involved as well. Understand. But I wasn't on that type of time just yet. Because my background, like my parents are pastors, now bishops. Oh, word? Yes. What what trip what type of what type of what type of Jesus are we talking about? So it's non denominational. Oh nice. And so in my parents, like it's very different. In LA? Um well, the church originally was in it. Honestly, it is up the street from the mosque. It was, on it was like, oh. in Manchester, Normandy. It's called the Power of Love. Oh, nice. But okay. it's literally up the street from the mosque. But um, Oh, cool. But yeah, but my black parents... Church? Um, Mixed church? Sure. Okay, understood. For sure. Yeah, it's a black church. I grew up in the church. That's why I'm asking. I want deep... Like, was it... Because I grew up in, like, a, around white people. So I grew up in, like, non-denominational, but very much, like, multicultural. But mostly white people. Oh, mostly no, white. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I feel you. No, you know exactly It was It was It was black people, you know. And and so, but my dad, he never had, like, that. He was he taught differently. You feel Word. me? Like we, you know, that's the reason why I know this, the scriptures like how I do because he taught us like you know that we are. Yeah, gods. you know him. I could tell. You know the scriptures. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he like he taught us that. Like I knew. Like when I came into the nation, I liked it because it was familiar. It reminded yeah, me of what yeah. my father taught. That's me, what's up. You know, yeah. Because so, he would never. You know, the reason why I'm like all militant and all that is because of my dad. That's what's up. You know, so he wasn't one of them preachers that's, you know, got a picture of white Jesus hanging up. And then that's what's up. It was never nothing like that. That's what's up. You know, so So he's um, a good preacher. Yes. That's what's up. For sure. But uh, but that was my upbringing. So I wasn't so quick to like leave that because I was in the church. Yeah. And I was a musician, like I played, I was a choir director, I led praise and worship and all of that. I was in the choir. I feel you. So so that's what happened. But anyway, um, like I said, like the discipline, like seeing the, like the videos of the drill and all of that, and then hearing some of the things, like hearing pieces of lectures, I was like, I'm going to come by and see what's up. You okay. Know? I'm going to see. And when I Because of the brother that you was with, right? Because of the brother okay, I was with, and I respected, yeah, yeah. I respected his mind. He had been one of the most intelligent people that I, you know, had come across. Yeah. And I'm like, this is something that he respects, so I'm going to just, I'm going to see what it's about. Yeah. Even though it's like... I had no intention of, you know, I was the devout Christian. I had no intention yeah, whatsoever. Of course, of course. But I came in and I did. I loved what I heard, you know. And um, Minister Tony spoke, remember? Yes. Okay, understood. Mm-hmm. At the old building? Um, it was at the, the first time I actually came. 2017. Was in the, it was in, it was at the, uh, the community oh, center. Oh, community center. Okay. Yeah, that's, where, that's where it was. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's where I first came, and um, and I wanted, I just wanted to learn more, and then I came to the MGT class and all of that, and it was cool, you know, and I enjoyed it, and I just started reading and listening to more lectures. Like then, I was listening to like to like a different lecture every other day. How to be, give birth to a God was the first one. Okay, and then you I listened far to bender. yeah, 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 and then yeah, I listened yeah, to I um, um, belief in Allah, which is probably like my favorite lecture of all time. It's a good one. I love that one. 
Oh, it's so good. But anyway, so yeah, I just started and I started reading and studying and all that. And I, you know, just, and I just came in, you know, so okay. that's how, so that's how that happened. In 2017? Mm-hmm. Okay. Understood. In 2017, I came to Savior's Day and, you know, just seeing that, you know, all these black people yeah. together. Yeah. And Savior's Day is a vibe. Good and, Isn't that a powerful see, feeling? Savior's yes. Day is a vibe. When I first got into like the hall where everybody was, I literally just stood in the corner and almost cried. <laughs> yeah. Right. Look at all these beautiful black. Was Chicago? Remember where was it? Chicago, Detroit, or another city? I think I, I think it was Detroit because okay. I, I believe it was a uh, twenty. No, I did go for the first. No, was it twenty eighteen? Uh, yeah, it was twenty eighteen. Okay. I, I believe it was Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so was I mean, we don't get many this, like spaces in our society today where we just like yeah. Yeah. a sea of black people like all and, and it's all love. Like, hey, nobody acting crazy. No, not even close. You know, no, and they, they all the brothers love. got on their suits, the sisters <sighs> got on their garments. Especially when I first came, like on a Sunday, and I saw all the sisters in the white. Oh man, I'm just like it's uh, literally heaven. As an adult, it's literally it, heaven. It tripped me out because, like, I spent I spent time away from the mosque, and then I came back in. But as an adult, like to see adult black men embracing each other with smiles on their faces is a a different thing. Yeah, like even a beautiful it, thing. Even in our society, when you see fathers with their sons, it's kind of like, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. But at the mosque or and Savior's Day in particular, it's just like. Love, yeah, right. love each other. Yeah, it's great. It's and it's palpable there. Nah, it's real. Yeah. It's real. Yeah, it's nah, real. The, the energy just be high, and so you know, yeah. After that, I was like, okay, I like this. You know, my and vi- I was, I was in it. My vision for the future is like creating spaces where not only do we, you know, we we fellowship as you know, because Savior's Day we fellowship and we go together here to leader. Mm-hmm. I want to create spaces where we fellowship off times mm-hmm. where we just you know we we're playing games and enjoying each other just yeah like, as people and get to like experience what that's like to like in nature in nature because be very clear that's like the one missing element is like we don't do camping oh, yeah, and nature we trips we have to nature is no are you kidding hiking me like there's no great. reason why we can't be tearing up on the outdoors i'm talking like yes. all the white people kayaking all that stuff that yeah. i like, nah, i'm doing running it up Running it up. That's what I want to Kayaking, I'm paintball, such all of it. A hiker, outdoors person. All day. I'm like, that's, day. that's something that I do. Biking. Regularly. Mountain biking. Yes. Yeah. Like, I love all that day. kind of stuff. All day. You know, I didn't know that it might was something that I might be earth stuff, you know, yeah. but yeah. yeah. That was something I really, like, I didn't know that it was something I liked until, you know, I went out there and I was, no you know, on the land and it was just like, it's quiet out here. No, yes. that's not white people stuff. We're gonna make it not specifically not white. We're gonna make it militant black people stuff. This is what black people. This is what we do. Yeah. yeah, this is our earth. We get to do whatever we want on it. You right. know what I'm saying? So yeah. like that. Yeah, I completely. That's what we're gonna make it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It'd be like that Sa- version Savior's and plus Savior's Day, Day. plus Savior's Day. Savior's Day vibes all the time. Yeah. All the time. I mean, it's it's a shame that like people we don't you know experience all what's around us here living in like California. Yeah, because everybody that I take hiking, they be like, I didn't even know all this was out here. Like, like you ain't never uh, been in the mountains. You, you don't no, no, for real. Like what? for real. No, I ain't never been out here. For real. Like, my mom been taking us to pick sage in the mountains like since we was real little. Like, yeah. We used to go out there with trash bags and. No, there's this there's a psychology that permeates just um the hood and just you know, I see I hear I see it in the mosque as well. It's like you you're comfortable in that environment. Yeah. yeah. So you don't want to go around white people. You're afraid of white people. Afraid of you're anything afraid that you haven't of experienced. anything. So you stay here and you're only comfortable in your bubble, and that's exactly where Satan wants you because you're not relevant. No. Yeah. Well he, he I it, said it. I said comfort zones are danger zones. Very dangerous zones. You know, yeah. Yep. 
His his desire is to have us as his work first, not to enjoy what it, what heaven he created for himself. Yeah, yeah. you know, keeping us relegated to to the hood or to small areas, it works for him. We need to be thinking about outside the box. Like, That's right. We continuously think so small. That you know, there we are allowing ourselves to be. Could, that's what Kanye West meant by 400 years of slaves sounds like a choice. It's like, yeah, y'all still slaves. Everyone should own real estate. Now you can, but I'm not here to sell you a course. I tell you it's easy. The truth is, you may not have the time or resources to start by yourself. But the good news is, you don't have to. We have an entire team that does all the heavy lifting. We buy and find the properties. We find and manage the tenants. All you do is invest and collect passive income. You can start now, today. Go to oasis.build and see what we're doing with our portfolio and how you can start building generational wealth now. Yeah. yeah. Come on. No, there. honestly, yeah. and that, that was the biggest detriment. It wasn't so much that it was a physical slavery. No. But it's what was done to us mentally. We know that. Yeah. Facts. You know, and so it's like we have to get out of this mindset of feeling lesser than or feeling like we don't, you know, like... I love the, the the term of us being original people because yeah. we are indigenous to this whole earth. Every yeah. square Facts. inch of this belongs to us. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And I can go anywhere where I want to be all up in it. If uh, I want to be in the mountains, if I want to be in the desert, all up in it. You know what I'm saying? 40,000 square miles of it. All exactly. All it. And so it's like, this is ours. Yeah. You feel me? This is for us and I could be wherever I want in it. How many square miles? 196,940,000. All right, just checking. No, right, you got it. <laughs> You got it. 57 you got million. It. I, I wasn't sure if you got the 940. Oh, but you got it. 139,685,000 square miles of water. All right, you're good. Okay. He's a nation, baby. All right, you win, bro. I don't, don't, don't want to win. I don't, I don't need a trophy. Uh, I understand. I understand. I got the whole thing. Yeah, yeah facts, bro. No, for real. We got the planet. Yeah. Yeah, well, we got the universe, to be clear. Universe. We got the universe. Yeah, this is just our throne. Hey, bro. For real. This is where we command from. For real. You know? For real. Mm -hmm. And, and that's just the physical, right? Mm -hmm. If you it's think about physical. the fact that, that God is all of the something and all of the nothing, we got whole, infinite whole, space whole lot, to continue to build from. Right. And there's more nothing than there is something. It's a whole, whole lot. The, that's right. <laughs> we're surrounded. The universe is a little bitty thing and it's surrounded by nothing to infinity. Mm -hmm. That that gives so much potential for we are all God's children of the most high God. It's a lot. For us to go out there and build. It's a lot. Right. And it's ever expanding? For real, bro. It don't stop? It don't stop. Come on now. It don't stop. Nah, seriously. And that's why I feel like getting out of like the three-dimensional like way of like looking at life is important, you know, because I I'm very big on like cosmology, you know, and um Cosmology. And what is cosmology? Like the study of the cosmos. Stars? Yeah. Study What's of the difference between Okay, not astrology. Astrology is mm -mm. capital. Astrology is, yeah, the science. Cosmology. Cosmology What is, study of the planets? Is that cosmology? It's more so study of the cosmos, like the universe and how it works. Understood. And like okay. the dark matter and dark energy and stuff like that. Astronomy. Astronomy okay. is, is, a, is, a, is another science as well that's closely related to that, but... I'm really big on that, like what 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 talks about like the different dimensions because I fully yeah. believe that you know we live in this three dimensional world, like the Earth itself, and we have these three dimensional bodies. But I feel like the higher self within us is at least six dimensional. Yeah, and I fully believe that because I th I think of the way like that the radio works. You know, like if we're tuned into a radio station, like we hear whatever station we're listening to, but that doesn't stop all the other stations from existing. Yeah. They all exist. They're just there on a different frequency that we have to be tuned into. And mm -hmm. I feel like the three dimensional world is a frequency on, on its own. 
And in order for you to experience other different frequencies, you have to be outside of that three-dimensional space because they say that fourth dimen- the fourth dimension is like space-time. Mm-hmm. So once you go above that, you're not confined to space-time anymore. That's right. Like you're not confined to being limited by space or being limited by time. And that's why yeah. I feel like our thoughts and our emotions are so important because it has to be at least six-dimensional. I feel Absolutely. like that's why thought travels so fast because it's not confined to space-time. That's no. right. It doesn't have to travel no. through space. Okay. It, instantaneously goes wherever it wants to because it's not confined to that. Your girl's on Mother Tanetta time right now. Yeah, I, I love Mother Tanetta. She's she oh she's a truth. I know she's, she's a truth. Yes. She's a truth. That's where like, when you start like um thinking and like talking like Mother Tanetta, that's like the next level of the nation. You get in with how to eat to live. But then once you start that's, that's submitting where we're at. that's where we yeah. need to be. But that's I literally what I believe I fully. Like and I know that all the people that have been successful, that they've interviewed, mm-hmm. they've asked them, they've asked Kevin Hart, they've asked Tyler Perry, Conor McGregor, all sorts of people, Missy Elliott, did you see yourself here? And all of them was like, yes, yes, mm. I saw myself being here. How do you get there if you don't because see yourself there? Exactly. You can't be, I feel like this three-dimensional world is the second creation. Everything that happens, happens in the sixth dimension. It happens in a higher level that like it's the the dimension of like faith and where our emotions and all of that abides. Mm. And if you think about it there, it has to become real and actualized there in order for it to manifest in this three-dimensional world. Because if you look at it, everything that we see is a manifestation of thought. Mm. You feel me? This plant's manifestation of God's thought. If, the if phones. You, if you break it down to like a simple level, I look at it like we jump in our car and just start driving, but expect to get to a destination we want to get to. Mm-hmm. It's like, even when, even when we start using MapQuest, that's mapping out the, the place we want to go. And we see it, we go there. Like, if you don't do that part of the process, how are you going to get there? Exactly. You have to map it's, it out in you your head to, and it, you have to know where you want to go. And you that's know, the where first turn creation. Right, left. And that's why I love belief in Allah, because that's mm-hmm. what that lecture talks about. Yeah. Mm. It talks about thought concept. And he says that when you have like the root word of conception is concept. Like when a woman conceives, like she says she's conceived, that's what he talks about. And these ideas that we have, you know, everything of consequence is developed in in darkness. The triple darkness of the mind is where the thoughts that brings forth everything is developed. And the triple, like the darkness of the womb is where life is developed. So that six dimensional space of thoughts, emotion or whatever that travels instantaneously because it's not confined to space time. You know, we have to be thinking on that level because that's what's going to get us what we want here in the three-dimensional world. Amen. You know? I need to start studying cosmology. Absolutely. I'm telling you that they talk about uh, the dimensions is such a... It's real. And I want to say... so real. I want to... I'm going to ask you a series of one question after I get this off because Mm -hmm. I listened to the minister this morning, Final Call Radio, and one thing that really struck me, or maybe it wasn't... Something that came from the minister today was the the phys, this physical materiality is a reflection of what's going on spiritually. Yes. So I heard that today, and wow. what you are talking about is literally that. That's, so I want to so I want to ask you in your when you're dreaming your recent slate of dreams this year, what what's going on? Like, is it? Sorry, it's a lot. Sorry, no, that's a deep question. That, no, it's but not, I, what, what's happening? It's a deep question, I, but. I could tell you. Dreams are so important to me. I agree. Very important. What are you learning? What What are you going through right now? What are you seeing? Not just with you, but like, what in that dimension? And there are different dimensions too. You float, like so. Yes. What are you? What are your What are your observations? What's going on? What do you see? What I see, like, this is the dreaming is one of the things that made me solidify this belief in all these different dimensions because I have deja vu a lot, and for me, deja vu is not. 
I had a feeling, or this feels familiar. That's not deja vu to me. Deja vu is this exact what Scenario. I'm seeing here. Happened. I dreamed happened. it months ago. Yeah, no, that's that, deja that's vu for me. You feel me? That happens to me. Quite and a bit. so, yes, that happens to me often. Yeah. And so, when I have deja vu, that lets me know that you're walking in your purpose. Yeah, it lets me know that, like, yeah, I'm walking in my purpose, yeah. and that, like, the higher dimensional or the six dimensional self, because everybody talk about your higher self. Yeah, it, literally, your higher six dimensional self is able to travel. Throughout space time, you know, because the way that I look at time is that it's not necessarily linear. Like time is, no. you know, it's not linear. So there's all these different branches, just the same way that the radio is. Mm, you know, you have facts. all these different frequencies. And so when I'm sleeping, the six dimensional self can travel further down the line and see things. Yeah. Yes. And so that's what I believe is happening when I have deja vu. So I feel like dreaming is very important. And I feel like people who can dream and have vivid dreams are unable to like navigate and make things happen in their dreams i feel like they have an ability to create in the in the real walking life you was, feel me i was just telling him this morning dreams like, are so important i, I yeah. know y'all think that i'm here but you gotta I'm answer my fact you gotta answer my i want more specific i, I want to see if okay. there's any okay I'll, I'll but you go specific. on your point and then you gotta be more specific because okay. uh, you'll see why but okay. go was, what was your point yeah i woke up this morning because i knew i had to do the podcast and i was like in this vision of what i want to be doing and I was like, no, I'm going back to sleep because I need to finish that. And it was like the meeting I told you about the other day where I had the concert idea. Mm-hmm. So this morning specifically, I had the, the, the vision of literally where I want to put this on that on that day. Like, so yes. celebrities are going to be parked over here. So they'll have their cabins and everything <laughs> over here. And like, okay. I was like, no, I need to finish that thought so I can see it yeah, and yes. know how to For make it happen. Like, And then talk to me so we could actually do the shit. Because yeah. so <laughs> this shit won't happen. <laughs> you have to see it, man. Yeah. Like anything that I've ever wanted, like I write down what I desire. And when I, when I pray, I meditate and I close my eyes and see it. And if I could see it, in my mind's eye, then it's real to me. Exactly. It's already happened. Exactly. It's not like, a, oh, I'm just doing a visualization exercise. No, I saw it already. Yeah. You know, like when people like talk to me and be like, how come you're not married? You're not worried about you. I've seen them. I ain't got to worry about that. Yeah. Mm. I saw them already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So that's not something that I have to be super concerned with because that happens. Yeah. I already saw it. I've, I've had you know? visions of riding in, on my land with my horse and my, my exactly. daughter next to me. Like, so I know it's I've seen okay. these things. And because I've seen it, it is real. And yeah. that's literally how I feel. But in regards to like the dreams, yeah. um, I have dreams and they'll li- they'll literally dictate how I'm move throughout life. Mm-hmm. I understand. I've had three dreams that I consider to be prophetic and I had one earlier this year and the overall theme of it was to have confidence. I really believe that Allah came to me in a dream okay. and showed me what I needed to do in order to have like the confidence that I needed in order to get things done. Yeah. So I, I feel like dreams is another way that like the higher self, like the six dimensional self that is aware of what happens in the future because it's not confined to time. It helps to communicate what we need to do in order to um, just navigate and get to the point where we want to be in life. I think it's like it's like you you process. So like you have this idea that can come from a dream or come from reality that you want. It's mm-hmm. a desire, and then things happen throughout the, your day that that can either add to that idea or take away from that idea. But you are so busy paying bills and doing all these different things. When you sleep, you're able to put those things into to like 
practical application and process them. Right. If you're not having aberrated dreams. Yeah. You're not having dreams where your mind is being triggered by all your different yeah. issues. It's really clearing out the, the mind so that you, you can hear clearly from your higher self. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the more you pay attention to it, like the more it will become an apparent thing. Because like I'll... When I have certain dreams, I'll wake, I'll wake up and I'll write them down Yeah, because I don't want to forget them. And it's like, I feel like the more that I, that I do these things, the more that I have it. Like, it's like, um, it's like exercise, you I know, agree. exercising a muscle, so to speak. I feel like in, in my dreams, that's the practice field. Like if I have a dream where I'm someplace I don't want to be, I remember I had a dream. I was back at my high school and, um, I was walking around, but I didn't have any clothes on and I just had a suitcase. Right. And I was like, this is a strange dream. <laughs> and I was like, I don't like this. And I was like, well, I got the suitcase and I pushed it away. Right. And I was like, I don't want to be here. That's what I said in my dream. And then the whole dream went white. I was, it was just a white space. And I was like, I want to be at the beach and then beach flooded in and I was sitting in the sand yeah. and I was like, yeah, this is the kind of dream that I want to have. Yep. And I feel like the dream space is practice for you to create and construct the world that you want. Facts. Because if Man. you can sit down and visualize you what you want, it, and you if can you can it. see it in your mind's eye, it's been so many things that I saw before it happened. Like I wanted, I wanted that car, and I wanted the peanut butter seeds. It's specifically what I wanted, and I saw it, and then it was, and then it happened. Yeah. The place that I got into, like I wanted a nice place that had a nice little view or whatever. I saw it first when I visualized it, and then it became a real thing. Like this has happened to me too many times for it to be coincidence. Mm -hmm. So I know once I get to visualizing and I see something that it's going to happen further down the line, but I've already seen it. I also, my wife, women are actually better at that than men. Yeah. Women are, are really good at manifesting because they are creators. They're co-creators with God. They they're got the, that, the womb. that mm -hmm. tap in. Once they see it, they can make it happen if yes. they desire to make it happen. Like, Facts. Like we got to be a little bit more practical. We got to be a little bit more methodical with it but y'all can actually just vision it and feel it and make mm -hmm. it happen and bring it into reality it's a powerful that's thing. why it's you know to to assume that we're going to be able to build the universe without without women is absurd oh for sure it's absolutely what? absurd who would even assume such a thing yeah, yeah that's mean, true huh? that's crazy yeah i don't want to start getting into the, the the trans argument and all of that but there are narratives out oh, there where geez. science can help and it's, it's so Those unbalanced. people are going to destroy themselves before that ever even becomes a thing. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. That, that's what it, it's literal destruction. Because you can't, it's like, destruction. You, you're going to destroy a, yourself. It's a tree that bears no fruit. It's a, yeah. You're destroying yourself. And it's like you're actually, there's, you're physically destroying yourself because you're going and having your body mutilated to facilitate your confusion. Yeah. That's oh. literally, that's literally what it is. It's confusion. It is total and complete confusion. It's confusion. How could you say... As a man, you that you don't you feel like a woman. You don't know what you don't know what being a woman feels like. <laughs> I can't tell you that I feel like a man. I have no idea what being a man Facts. feels like. No, uh, no more than yeah. you could tell me what it's like to be an ant. Facts, like it's, it's just it's ridiculous. It's so ain't nobody got time for that, honestly. No, you know. But on that note, I do want to say I do. I'm interesting in exploring their perspective, and I'm. I'll be very clear because I came into that conversation at work today with that that this psychology. So now I'm more like, okay, I feel you. I'm interested in actually learning more about your perspective. Well, yeah, that's, you know what I'm that, the balance is not you can't not looking down on the person who thinks that way yeah. or disrespecting them. Yeah, because if that's where they want to go with their life, if if you're deciding that you want to live a destructive life, yeah. As long as it doesn't conflict with my life, I'm not going to stop you. Exactly. But I do need to understand 
at least the idea that that's not a positive or that's not a constructive way to live. Right. Yeah. Just for myself, I, I understand. I feel like we've gotten past that point yeah. as as a, as a as a society Some of because us. there there's a point like there's a there's a tolerance type of deal like of like okay you do what you do as long as it affects you I'm not tripping you feel yeah. me it doesn't yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. do nothing to me and I feel like that's where the majority of society is but then there's a further push of like now you are what you're doing is affecting me yeah when you, you know? start talking about the children yeah, yeah. and, and nah, affecting me right. as a woman like yeah. I go into a place that's supposed to be for women only and you, and you it's don't. not only women in there no or you don't want to call mothers mothers you want to call them chest feeders and yeah. birthing people yeah you're affecting me now no, I, saw that's real. A, I saw a protest you know? the other day and it was yeah. like we're here we're queer and we're coming for your children i saw that too. it's like you guys are, are actively trying so to like, affect there there's yeah. there's there's a difference between like wanting to understand you and like but and there's a there's a difference between that and just the reality yeah facts reality is reality you facts. feel me and so there are things that are just universal truths that's right that no one, it's not a social construct because we didn't come up with this. No. This is just what it is. Biological yeah. nature. And like, nothing's yeah. going to change it. No, you feel me? Real. That's right. And so like, I don't mind getting an understanding of what people went through, like their upbringing and what brought them to that point. But I'm not with normalizing um, things that are outside of the natural order of the way no, that facts. just the universe facts. works. Yeah. No, you know, real. like not just us, like look at these plants. They have a, a female and a, and a male. They have the seed and all that, you know, that has to be like, it works with everything. I agree. That's right. Literally everything on earth works like that. So we're not about to act like this is a social construct no, or whatever, you know? Yeah. So I'll, I'll like, I'll, I'll, you do what you want to do as long as it, it only affects you. That's real. But it wants to start affecting me, and then you start trying to change mathematics. universal Thank truth. You. No, and you're trying to change mathematics. We're not about to do that no. because some things are constants. That's right. And they're just not going to change. That's right. You know? That's right. So that, that's where I draw the line with that. Yeah, and anything, any. When that, that, they're drawing the line. We're just not accepting that they can come on this side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like, no, nah, yeah, do, like doing the most. Like, nobody got time for that, you Don't. know? No, we don't. Because, I mean, if that's the case, we like it has to be drawn somewhere because now they're trying to add this minor attracted people. Like if, if I could tell that, you that uh, I feel like a, if, if I could tell you that I feel like a man, why can't I feel like a young man? Why can't I feel like a little boy? Yeah. yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and want to deal with little girls because that's how I feel. Yeah. Who's going to tell me I'm wrong now? Right. Where are we drawing a line we, here? There is no lines. Apparently. So that's what I'm saying. We ain't no. about to sidestep reality. Like no, I'll, I'll, I'll hear you out. Yeah. But once you start trying to sidestep reality, that's where I'm like, all right, nah. Yeah. But you're de you're dealing with we're dealing with people who have already they live outside that they're not in reality anymore, and that's they're in reality for sure. They just I they understand. pick and choose. Like no people aren't objective. You know, like there we they go. they stuff is based on how I feel. Like I'll be on reality today when I feel like it. No, for real. But tomorrow when it benefits me, then I'm gonna say something that's totally that's against real. what that's makes real. sense. And I. I, I I reduce it. It's childishness. It's like you don't want to you don't want to accept you don't want to accept reality for what it is. You want to live in your fantasy. Yeah, it's selfishness. Yeah, you know, it's like I'm gonna do this. It doesn't matter the effects that it has on society or other yeah. people or anything like that. Like I want to be comfortable. You know, they say they want to be comfortable like in women's spaces. They want like the trans women want to come into our spaces. Why yeah. is your comfort more important than mine? That's real. Why does your reality, so to speak? Trump my reality. That's real. My reality is that you're walking in here with a male appendage. Yeah. But for some reason, your reality 
that you don't have one or that you're whatever you're identifying as a woman is somehow more important or more valid yeah. than mine. Why yeah. is that the case? Why is that the case? Why do I have to sidestep what I believe to be true in order for you to live comfortably? You don't. That's the facts. You know, and they will but, have you but, believe you do. But I'm t- but stuff is 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 changing. Like as a woman, I see how the things how things are changing because mm-hmm. like with you guys, it's not a whole bunch of trans men coming in trying to infringe in y'all spaces. It's That's not true. a bunch of women coming where y'all That's at true. trying to be uh, play basketball and all that. Yeah, no, or swim because we as women know we know. You know, or at least some of us do have enough sense to know that we ain't competing with y'all in certain things. I, yeah. I think the war is just different on 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 each front. Mm-hmm. I think that our enemy has become crafty, and he's, he's he's like he said, we're playing multiple games of chess at the same time. Absolutely. So there's there's certainly an attack on black women, and there's certainly an attack on black men. Mm-hmm. But those attacks have to be different because those those adversaries are different. Right. That's right. You know. I yeah. Think, absolutely. You know, the idea for men is just kill them. Like that's their, yeah, their nah. plan for black men is just kill them. Like, yeah, kill them. Yeah. They don't have a whole lot of intricate plans for controlling us. Not oh, but real. they want to for sure keep us around. Yeah, they need, they need you we all are, to keep them are, into the future. We are golden, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Like what we what we got. I mean, you guys too. You feel me? But like we. But they don't you. have the need for us. No, no. But like there there is a need. Yeah, but they, the, I'm but saying the, but they the, don't have one. They do though. I mean, okay. NBA. That's a need. There, there, there's that's a need. Like but basketball. they, they need you. Energy. The, the, the same way that. Um, I feel that, like that 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 men were utilized like hundreds of years ago. They would have men around for certain force or whatever, but they would take the fire away from them. No, no. So I that they like, were easily. I feel yeah. like they utilize us. Yeah. I feel like they can't eliminate us. Mm-hmm. But they don't specifically have a need for us. If they could eliminate us, I believe they would eliminate us. I think black women, on the other hand, they would not because they understand that once they eliminate black women, all life ends. No. Black men, they feel like we're just a byproduct of having black women around. They need black women <laughs> to continue to pr- produce. That's exactly. How and they then treat. black women produce black men by happenstance. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. From yeah. their perspective, I just I do a lot of thinking about what makes them tick and how they work, so that I can understand my enemy. You know? Yeah. And I think that's the way they think. That's my perspective, though. Yeah, no, I feel you. I mean, there is there is there is truth to that, which is why, like, I I've, I'll never be a part of any movement that uplifts black women but disregards black men. Yeah. Because to to me, that like there is the it's party. just it's just one of us. Yeah. There is no separation. No facts. No. No, you facts. can't talk no, about what 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 could be done for the black community and leave black men out of the equation. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with that. Absolutely. You it does, know? It's not reality. No, it's, it's it's you know an alteration of reality, which is not reality. I don't want to be out here without y'all. No, I just likewise. Don't. Like, I really not don't. Real. Like, I'm no. not trying to be out here trying to, you know, we, black women, you know, I am woman, hear me roar. Nah, man, I'm not. No. No. I, I, think, I don't want to be doing all that. I don't want to be out here without y'all. I, no. th- I think that's the, to hear you say that is refreshing because I think the movement. feels good. It makes you feel good. Thank you. <laughs> it really does. The movement is anti that. The movement, that's not the movement. No, the right. movement is. But it's the, the truth, though. It's it the is. Truth. You it know, is. even if we don't want to admit it as black women, the reality is it is a scary idea to even think of the possibility of being out here without y'all. Yeah. You know? I mean, I agree. I, yeah, I fear that for black women myself. Yeah. I just, I can't yeah, articulate I it to black women that don't understand it. Yeah. 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 I mean, they don't understand it because a lot of them haven't gotten the benefit of it. Like, fortunately for me, I grew up and, you know, my father is a very, like, intricate part of is my he life. Mm-mm. Mm. He's a very intricate part of my life. And then I have four brothers. Oh, that's what's up. I don't have oh. any sisters, you know? So oh. I'm the only girl. 
And so I've had that protection, mm-hmm. you know, and I know what that's like to have somebody care about you and love you to the point where they will sacrifice themselves for you. Understand. Now, some women have never had that. Yeah. So they could say that they don't need it because like they, they've never experienced it to know how wonderful it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That too is by design. Right. You know? It definitely is, you know? So yeah. it's like, you know, once we get to the understanding of how like how much better it is, yeah. then, you know, it's something that we'll be more comfortable with saying. Absolutely. And what you're, how you're speaking is definitely a reflection of how you're raised, but also of your training as an MGT. So, um, you know, and when, to harp back on what I was bringing out earlier about the nature of the MGT, it's you you come and you're saying you require a lot of us because you want us to be able to operate in the role that you need us to operate in. Right. And it's that responsibility that I feel when y'all are around. It's, it's empowering, but it's also like... Ooh, I got a lot of I got I got work to do and I have a lot of responsibility and weight on my shoulders. Right. So it's like a, it's like literally like going into battle. It's mm-hmm. like and I, you know, my experience of going into battle is is competitive sports, um, and combat MMA. You know what I mean? And it's like very similar. Knowing that oh I've got a team behind me. I've got I've got a whole nation behind me. Okay, I got this. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's gonna be easy, but it means that. I have to prepare for the fight. I had to prepare for the build right. and I'm going and I cannot do it by myself. But knowing that there is a whole field and a whole squad of the other side of God behind me, mm-hmm. that's all I need. I just got to do it. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that, I feel all of that when y'all are around. It makes me very, it makes me very, it feels like heaven. First of all, when I'm around MGT, it's okay. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm good. I feel like heaven. Phew. But it's also like, got to get to work. Yeah. So what I think I and I imagine, you know, I'm not married to MGT and I have never been married to MGT, but I imagine that is the the, the ideal dynamic of a FOI MGT relationship. It's just like I love you, but we're both responsible. We both got work to do, and we're yeah. gonna help each other do it. And that to me is heaven. So, okay. Yeah. Which is work. On, yeah. On, the other, on that note, I think we should close it out. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That's. that's that was an excellent place to end. Yeah, that's, that's where we get it, right? <laughs> I think yeah. we, we, need, we need to do this again. Absolutely. Part two at some point. Yeah. But yeah, I'm good. No, this is it. This is it. And so like these these meetings, these episodes, they're, you know, they're for the culture, but I use them for strategy and for work. And so it just so happens that it makes for great content. So yeah. I appreciate you being here, sister. Yeah, I appreciate you all inviting me. It was definitely a very, a very, an excellent conversation. Absolutely. You know. So you want to close this out? I can do that. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Maliki al-Madin, yakna buduwa yakna istayin. Igdina sirat al-Mustaqim. Sirat al-Ladina namte alahim. Galamagdubi alahim maladalim. O Allah, we beseech your help and ask your mercy. We believe in you and trust in you for all that we need. We are helpers in your cause and with your apostle. Please grant to us success. Thank you a lot, and we cannot thank you enough. I mean, I mean. Thank you for listening to the Ascension, the Lift of God podcast. If you like this episode or are just a fan or longtime listener of this show, please like, subscribe, and leave comments for the show on Apple Podcasts or any other major podcast platform. This will give this podcast the clout it deserves and will ensure that the raw, unadulterated content will keep flowing. Peace.